Seattle has officially moved to abolish their entire police force a day after they announced they have they, they, they announced they uncovered explosives from the rioters. A cop had an explosive land on his knee and had he rushed to the hospital. And of course, now's the perfect time to abolish their police. But uh, I can't say I'm surprised. We've got a big slew of hypocrisy. And there's some other crazy news too, I guess. Voters, according to Rasmussen, whether you tr- some people don't trust Rasmussen, that's fine. 50% of registered voters believe that politicians in big cities and journalists, reporters, are actually making the violence worse. That makes me feel so much better knowing that. That, well, that, that a lot of people feel that way? Yeah, I mean, and they don't specify like right, left, who, whoever, Democrat, Republicans, just 50% of everybody thinks that they're making it worse. And they are. Like that, I agree, they are. Well, it's because, they are it worse. it's because they support the protests right. and they cover for them. So it's a, it's a really interesting thing that's going on right now. I mean, with Seattle, it's crazy because they just had riots mm-hmm. and now they think it's appropriate to be like, let's abolish the police. We live, we are, we are living under the rule of far left fringe extremists. And I started to wonder, because I was reading this article from the Wall Street Journal that said, aside from the two 49 state landslides over the past, you know, 100 years or whatever, or not 100, but like uh, 80, they said, Democrats have claimed every single election was illegitimate. Of course. Except for the two landslides. And it's because the two landslides, they, they, they can't claim that. It's like, dude, the Republican won every state. Yeah. So that makes me wonder if what happens is you have this period where the silent majority is just chilling because everything is good. And even when the far left does crazy stuff, they're like, well, you know, it's it's still all good. And then it gets so crazy at some point, the silent majority wakes up, they all vote, landslide, boom, Republican, knock it all down and then kind of level things back out. Yep, I sense it. Well, based, based on what we're seeing with the UK last year. It, you know, the polls could be meaningless. I mean, there was a r- ridiculous victory for the conservatives in the UK on, yeah. uh, back in December. We, we, we theoretically follow suit. I mean, that's what happened with Brexit. But we got some other big news. The, uh, the Antifa white knight guy who was defending naked Athena. Yeah. They got him. They got him. He's the guy who threw the explosive. The, uh, the uh, attorney, U.S. attorney in Oregon has announced they got him. He's being arrested. Wow. Yeah. What's going on over there? Oh, the cat's freaking out. And uh, Trump, and, and, and we'll, we'll save this one probably for last, but uh, man, Trump just slapped China straight across the face. Yep. So he did a couple things. He's forcing, he's, he's given an ultimatum basically, sort of. He, he wants China to divest from their interests in TikTok. Yep. So they've got to sell to Microsoft. Well, they're going to sell to a U.S. interest, I suppose. Microsoft might buy it. I'm not a big fan of emboldening these uh, big tech giants. You know, yeah, and I think Microsoft is definitely interested because it'll give them power in the social media market. But if it gets Chinese spying out of there, you know, maybe that's a good thing, huh? Yeah, I could see the the benefits of it. The other big thing is this is huge. Trump that- issued major sanctions against the Xinjiang. What is it? Well, let me make sure I can get the name right. It's the XPCC. It's uh, the Xinjiang Paramilitary. What is it? Production and Construction Corps. So this is a massive economic force in Xinjiang, in China, which is responsible, they say, for a lot of the ethnic cleansing genocide against the Uyghur Muslims. So this is a, this is a big deal. Yeah. This is Trump. He, he, he basically slapped him across, across the face. And now a lot of news outlets are saying China's going to be pissed. So I'm happy, man. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's never a good thing when you're inching towards war, you know?
But this may theoretically put economic pressure on them that allows us to avoid war and still deal with the, the, the problem of what is going on with the, the Uyghur Muslims. Yeah. Because we can't just sit back. We actually have a big super chat from somebody already asking, like, why should we care about this? You know, why should I care if there are Christians being persecuted in other parts of the, uh, of the planet? And it's a really, really good point. Yep. So I, I guess the answer only is it's not so much about, you know, one being more important than the other. I guess I'd put it like this. China poses a serious existential threat to us and to many other countries, and they have concentration camps. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you add those, you add all these things together, and it's not just about one group of people that are being oppressed or, or you know, persecuted by China. It's also we face a serious threat from this country, and sanctions do more than just try and stop the genocide, you know? Yep. Well, how about we talk about what's going on with this here Seattle Police Department? However, if you haven't already, make sure you smash that like button. Smash it. Come on. For me. Not him. Or her. Just me. Smash it. Just just, just Adam, not the rest just for of us. Me. Um, you know what? All right. If, if you want to smash it for them, I, I'll be okay. I'm not upset if, Thanks, you, if you do. But smash it for me. Yeah. I mean, come on. Smash it. Smash the like button. All right. And also 30K, 30K likes. That's the deal. I switch what? beanies. You'll put the beanie on at 30K it's likes? 30K. Adam, Adam is saying right now, if we hit 30,000 likes, he will put on the MAGA beanie. Yep, it's true. <laughs> so I'll be jamming over there with the MAGA beanie. 30, then, 30K yeah, yeah, likes, yeah. though. So uh, also, we're going to be jamming out later tonight. Yep. Um, it's Friday night, so we kind of just chill, dim the lights a little bit, put on some music. Oh, we could dim the lights. We haven't taken advantage of that. Yeah, we have. We can just literally tell it what to do. That's true. It just voice activated. So uh, how about you guys smash the like button, hit the notification bell, subscribe, and share the podcast if you like it. And we're going to talk to you about what's going on with Seattle. We got this story from Town Hall. Seattle moves to abolish entire police force. Uh, I noticed that they added a little editorialization here. <laughs> Insane. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, would argue, I mean, I would argue that's a fact. Yeah. Finally, some good uh, reporting. <laughs> there you go. They say, well, it may be time to deploy the military to Seattle after all. Because because of what local lawmakers are doing is nothing because what local lawmakers are doing is nothing short of allowing the city to be engulfed in violence and anarchy. They're moving to abolish the police. It's not defunding. It's a total dissolution. Nonprofit programs and community led activities will replace policing. Why? Well, according to the resolution, the Seattle Police Department perpetuates racism and violence. Oh, yes. And it's a vehicle of white supremacy. It's typical woke nonsense. And it's a cancer that's killing America. So I'll pull up this. Uh, this is a tweet from Christopher Rufo. Breaking Seattle City Council moves to abolish the entire police department and replace it with a civilian-led department of community safety and violence prevention. Oh, boy. You know what this is? This is like you've got people ready to stab each other and someone arguing that a, a, a calm conversation, a glass of hot cocoa will make everything all better. Yeah, I see it more like um, you have you have terminal cancer, all right, but and chemo. We we might be able to help you with chemo, but instead of doing chemo, let's just uh, exercise and and eat healthy. That's actually a really a really good uh, point. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, I know. It's uh, it's it's the it's the uh, um, Steve Jobs cure. You know, he <laughs> okay. got pancreatic cancer, and he was like, I know, I'll eat a bunch of fruit, and then he died. Yep. Well, <laughs> this is what this is. You know what, man? I'll tell you what. They complain about QAnon, they complain about right-wing conspiracy theories and Alex Jones, and they ban them all. And then they let the left-wing conspiracy theories run rampant. And this is what you get. This is the crystal healing uh, version of policing. It's, it, they're they're going to have people coming out. I, 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 how much you want to bet? The community-led violence prevention people will be wearing crystals. 
I, I don't know. I, all, all I know is it just feels like every criminal in this country is going to be like, oh, open game. It's open season on Seattle. Wow, man. Time to go to Seattle. What huh? are they going to do? You know, send, you know, let me let's talk. Let's talk this out. They had a warlord in in Seattle, a warlord, <laughs> warlord. and that was with the police. What so, do you think so is going to happen when if uh, there's no police? There's some dude in Seattle is going to be like, wow, no police. He's going to walk outside with a gun and go bang, bang, bang. Look at me. This is I'm the police. This now. is my block now. What do you what, what are they what are they going to do with community? You know what? It really is the like it's the it's the the coffee enema fruit cure for cancer. <laughs> I'm not making that. That's a real thing. I'm I, that's what I'm saying. They, they get yep. it's like they're ha- getting rid of the medicine for crime and and just going right to like what causes crime. Let's just talk to everybody. It's like well, crime's not going to just disappear. It still exists. And in fact, criminals that are there are out in the world. They're going to flock to Seattle because there's no police to stop them, you know, you or know. to investigate things that have actually happened. My right, goodness, so this website's it not loading crazy. all too well. But let's see if I can pull up uh, Rufo's uh, Christopher Rufo's thread. He says, in the proposed legislation, the council argues that the Seattle Police Department perpetuates racism and violence. And upholds white supremacy Ugh. culture. Why? Where, which are they, it, where are they getting that information? Smithsonian. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The police have schedules. They work hard. They, <laughs> they work before play. Yep. Yep. That's a good point. They believe in time. Well, oh, they did. Man. They did. Ta- they did take that down. That that map <laughs> of what whiteness is. Yeah. So uh, maybe they they were backtracking. Yeah, but they still believe that stuff. I know they do. You're right. They're getting rid of it because they realized regular people thought it was crazy. Yep. He, he says the council endorses the decriminal, decriminalized Seattle agenda that would replace the police force with culturally relevant expertise re- rooted in community connections, housing, food security, and other basic needs. So socialism right yep. there. Yeah. Huh. Trauma informed, gender affirming, anti-racist praxis. <laughs> what? Whoa. <laughs> Word salad. What? Help. 911. I have an emergency. What do you need? I need trauma informed, gender affirming, anti-racist praxis. <laughs> Oh my God! They're on our. They're on their way. What does that even mean? Why? Why couldn't my my question with all this stuff? Why couldn't they just have introduced all this stuff with the police? <laughs> like what? What because. is it? Like why don't they like community bring community together? That sounds great. It's like, like I dude, mean I don't know about that last bit, but I dude, mean getting rid of police completely sounds insane. Like the beginning of that uh, that article that was talking about you it. Ever, you ever watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? I, I've seen a few episodes. Yeah, there's there's one where they start taking uh, I can't remember which character. It's been a long time since I watched, but they try to get healthy. And so two of the characters have taken a, have been taking a ton of supplements. Okay. And then one's like, so the, uh, I think it's Dennis. He's like, how are you feeling? And the other character is like, I've been feeling pretty sick. I've been getting like, you know, diarrhea a lot. Oh, that's you're flushing the toxins out. <laughs> now me, I'm so efficient. I haven't taken a dump in, in, in days. <laughs> so oh like the, the, the point is they view the police as the toxins. Yeah. And I've talked to a lot of people who believe in like weird hippie conspiratorial medicines and stuff. Okay. And their attitude very much so is like, there's no way to be wrong. So in this regard, what? it's like, nah, the police, man, they're the problem. Okay, well, how are you going to deal with this? No, 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 you don't understand. They are the problem. No matter what you say, no matter what you do. No, no, no. Saying that you can never be wrong is the problem. Right. That is an issue. Everyone can be wrong. I can be wrong. I, I don't mind being proven wrong because that makes me realize that I was wrong and now I can be right. Instead, I would much rather be right than wrong. 
My goodness, this is oh, for for uh, the people asking. A lot of people were were asking what praxis is. I got the definition here. It says uh, praxis is the process by which a theory, lesson, or skill is enacted, embodied, or realized. Cool. Hmm. Does that okay, does that so help? I, I think I've got a, I've got to issue a a a a title correction real quick. Oh. Go on. They move to abolish. I think that's different from votes to abolish. So oh. in all in all fairness, I will I will issue that. Live correction right now, just in case, because it may actually be they've proposed the abolishment. Okay, so it's like what's going on in California with, um, you know, affirmative action. They, they've moved to put it yeah. on the bill or, on, well, you know, on the voting pallet so people can vote for it. So they haven't actually voted to abolish the police department yet. That sounds so, Right. So this is the resolution they've put forward so far. But okay. they, they've already expressed they have a veto-proof majority to to well to put it on the docket no so, no no the city council is going to confirm it then however it goes don't through, the, don't the people still vote on it I don't believe so in Minneapolis they didn't oh man I'm pretty sure the city council just says like boop, boop. okay that's scary maybe not I don't know I could be wrong it's just a calling card for criminals that want to just go I mean what are they going to do it reminds it's me of crazy like, the thought of having no police is not a place I want to live in. It's it's utopian thinking, man. It's well, they they what do they think that everyone's everyone wants to live peacefully? Because that's not the case. There's always going to be people that would rather just take your stuff than go work for their own stuff. What's that? There's that viral meme about putting the shopping cart back. It was like yes, I remember this. Yeah, yeah. there's like a meme that goes around where it's basically saying that the shopping cart is the true test for a civilization. Yep. Because you're you're rewarded nothing for doing it. It's not so you, you go to the sh- you go to the store, you get your shopping cart, you go to your car, mm-hmm. you load your car up, and then there's the, the cart corral. And yeah, you look a few at your, cars down. You look at your cart and you look at the corral, and then you kick the cart and it just goes off and crashes <laughs> somewhere, and then you get in your car and you leave. Yep. That's the point. It's like you could very easily just do the little bit of extra work to put the cart away. Yeah. Yet still the parking lot is littered with carts. Yeah, because- people people like to compare to us to Sweden and like you know, talk about Sweden. It's like I've been shop I've been to grocery stores in Sweden. Not one cart is out out into the anywhere. They all go back to the same spot in the spot. It's just like there's a general respect for society. Well, that doesn't exist here, and they're trying to make a socialist, you know, city work. Well, that doesn't work if you know the if gra- everyone isn't in, on the same page. Exactly, that's the grand experiment. Yeah, Sweden has they've got border restrictions to varying degrees i'd imagine like, yeah in some senses when i was trying to go from denmark to sweden years ago they mm-hmm. stopped and checked my passport yeah they, they do that still yeah yeah and i also imagine if you flew in there they'd stop and check your passport yep right which yep, means they, they keep some people out i would imagine I'm, I'm sure they do yeah so if if you live in the united states and you 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 don't live in seattle and they announce they're giving away free stuff and there's no police <laughs> What's to stop you from flying 4,000 miles from, you know, for the furthest point in the States all the way to this other place you've never been to, you don't know anybody, you're not a part of the community to get that free stuff? Well, I mean, I think about the homeless problem in, in America, which is, is a problem. There, there are many homeless, homeless people in many cities. Why wouldn't they want to go to Seattle then? They do. I know. They love That's it. That's my point. Man, there's a rail. I, met, I, met a, I, I briefly lived in Seattle. I knew a bunch of these rail hopper dudes. Okay. So they would hop the freight trains and ride through the country to various areas where they knew they would get free stuff. Well, Seattle's uh, very quickly going to become a hotspot for exactly that. What, kinda, what did they do, Chaz? Within three days, they were like, all of our food got taken from the homeless people that, that bombarded our camp. I don't think that was real. I thought that was a... You don't think that was real? 
I mean, the 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 uh, the over the top tweet. Okay, was I believe not real. Okay, I believe well, they did have serious problems. I with think so too. I and mean, then look at New York. Look at the New York chaz that happened. What, why did he take it down? His exact words were. It's more homeless people than protesters. The New now. York Times said that it's right. just a homeless camp now because the activists left and the homeless took over, and it's just yeah. it's just homeless people. So the city of Seattle is doomed. That's I don't. That's I don't all know. I see now. There's there's a there's there's also a homeless camp in Philadelphia that was set up as like a chaz okay. kind of thing, and then the homeless came in and they were like, "Well, we're not leaving until they all get houses." Hmm. Yeah, something like that, like places to live. But with what's going on in Seattle, we're going to see this. I, I'm willing to bet we're going to see it everywhere. And it's funny how they desperately try to have, you know, Joe Biden is trying so hard to be both the I'm not for defunding the police and I am yeah. by using duplicitous language like like sh- a true Democrat. Should we reallocate funds away from police? Yes, absolutely. Should we defund the police? Well, Joe Biden never said that. You're all right. You're right. You're literally correct. He didn't literally say that. Yep. But he explained what defund the police was. Well, I mean, they're actually abolishing it here. And the reason that's the plan anyway, I guess. Right. And I want to I want to show you a picture that exemplifies why that's so amazing. It's a picture of a bunch of explosives. Huh. (laughs) Mayor Jenny Durkin is asking for peace and an end to violence and vandalism. This does not get us closer to justice. I'm I'm sorry, man. At this point, I just got to say I've. I have no sympathy for people who live in Seattle. I think I have a theory, if you'll bear with me for yes, a moment. Yes, what is the theory? So I think the common thread that runs through this utopian ideal is the idea that people are basically good and that you can talk them out of crime. And I don't think it's true. I don't think people are basically good. I think it's a Rousseauian idea that has been disproven a long time ago. It's not culture that makes people bad. People are generally not good. No, I, I disagree. I think I think the the general amount of people are good. But... In places like this, the people that aren't good are going to flock there. That that it's it's like a, a a moth to the flame. It's it's the open season on this area because there's no cops, so I can't get in trouble if I go do some crime there, you know, and rob people or you know whatever I want to do. But the fact that the criminals are out there and that they're planning on coming there is and and Seattle thinks that they can just kind of talk them out of it is just kind of idealistic to me. It's yeah, like that's utopian. true. It's but, not but it's saying like, that the, most people are not good. I, I will never agree with that. Well, yeah. I, I, I don't think it's a matter of good or evil. I think it's a matter of survival. OK, you know, do, I can see that. I'm not going to blame the lion for eating a gazelle like that evil lion just killed that gazelle. Yeah, but the, that's 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 not really comparable. I mean, we we are humans. We we know we're the ones who declare what good and bad is. So, a lion eating a gazelle, killing and eating a gazelle is just the natural process. That that lion's not and, I'm killing this gazelle and and taking its wallet and it's when killing so, it to eat it because and, it's natural. And when somebody takes advantage of another person to uh-huh. enrich themselves or better, you know, in, you know, strength, like to, to give themselves access to resources or power yeah. or to benefit. It is, it is someone, you know, preying upon somebody else. So it's, it's not an issue of good or bad. It's an issue of stability, access to resources. But there are even people who don't need things who would still, you know, target, assault, steal, rob, or otherwise. The dip, the, the, what we're seeing here with like Seattle is you've got a hen house. You've got foxes running around. And they're like, maybe if we open the door and let the foxes in, everything will be all right. Sure. So it's it's so it's great, like great. Have fun with that. <laughs> right, right. I th- I think it's it's fair to say because we're humans, we have a perspective on what we think is like appropriate human behavior. 
Like if a dude comes in and robs a bank, that's bad, obviously, you know? So the issue is that person is, you know, seeking to, you know, ransack and steal and loot. Do we open the door for them or do we put guards in front of it and say, sorry, bro, you can't come in here and steal our money from our bank? Well, that's the messed up part because that's not even what cops do. All the cops do are are posted at banks. But for the most part, they, they show up after the fact to, like, see what happened and they're not they're not there to prevent crime i mean in a sense they are because their p- simple presence stops people from doing it because they they know that they're there and they will get in trouble for it so what do you think happens when you repeatedly tell people of low cognitive function that all police are bad and that all they do is violently beat random people and then these people come to believe it i will tell you something i have a tweet for all of you Oh. I believe this tweet shows an example of people who clearly don't know what it is police do. Yep. Here's the tweet from a Twitter user with the name Abolish Police. Hmm. I was just assaulted by this man on Sunrise and Gold Center. He tried to break my car window, grabbed me out of the car, hit me and spit on me. He followed me to my work and threatened to kill me. Please help me identify him so I can press charges and file a restraining order. Gee, I wonder who will enforce such orders and, and help you file such charges. Hmm. Oh, so man. That's the, embarrassing. It's, it's, it's kind of like you were saying about getting rid of chemo, but it's, it's actually more interesting than that. It would be like walking into a, into a hospital and complaining about one doctor who's got a malpractice lawsuit and demanding we abolish all hospitals. Yep. I it's agree. like this hospital service, you know, our hospitals across this country service millions upon millions of individuals every single month across the country. And there were nine instances where a doctor accidentally dropped a junior mint into a person while he was getting surgery. Abolish all hospitals. Abolish all doctors. All of them got to go. Hold on. Have you ever... Has that happened? The junior mint thing? (laughs) Yeah. Seinfeld. (laughs) Okay. Okay, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a great uh, reference, though. Do you you know the episode? No. Like Kramer is like looking down and he's eating junior mints and then one falls. They're up on the like the the balcony thing. Right. (laughs) I do remember that. Oh, no. (laughs) Think of how how stupid does that sound? We must get bad. Now, now, hold on. Now, hold on. Now, what if someone said, you know what? We do have doctors. Now, here's where it really does get interesting. We have doctors that provide service to millions upon millions of people per month. You know, I don't even know how many people per year actually yeah. go, go, you know, go see doctors. Yeah, who knows? Would it be crazy to call for medical reform because nine people had botched surgeries and died? Nope. I don't think so. I, I don't agree. Think so. I don't think so. Uh, like, what are we doing? I mean, actually, I think a review might make sense. Like, well, nine people shouldn't have died. We should review those cases and figure out how to make sure that doesn't happen ever again. <gasps> they do. Right. Newsflash. Exactly. They do. Even now, for even and, and and to bring it back to the, what you're actually talking about, even the cops that do that, they do that. There is a review, so that actually happens already. So you know that you know the problem ends up becoming. There are absolutely instances where police abuse their power. Okay. Chicago. I was reading this story from Fox 32. One of their units was literally committing home invasions. <laughs> they disbanded the unit. Wow. That's the least they could have done. Wow. Right. So the problems exist, and there are dirty doctors. You know, they issue fake prescriptions. They get people mm-hmm. hooked on opiates, all that stuff. They get arrested. It's already illegal. Yeah. Now, I understand in this analogy, the challenge is that who polices the police, right? You've got internal affairs and there's still politics involved. So there can be some challenges that I get. And the fact that like a bad cop can get fired 
and just go four counties down get a job at a different place and they'll take them on like yeah oh you're a cop all right cool no worries we got you that's arguably true for any industry that's a good point like look at journalists well i mean that's an issue though that that's something that we we should look at and that does need to be changed a journalist a a journalist say let's say hypothetically there was a guy who worked for buzzfeed news Mm -hmm. and he wrote a bunch of fake stories about people uh, associated with anti you know sjw's anti-feminism or or uh you know conservatism and he lied about them left and right to damage their careers and get them banned from YouTube. Then imagine he got hired by the Financial Times and was caught spying on another newsroom and got and was forced to resign over it. Yep. A guy like that could simply go to another outlet and find a new job. That's a, that's a, that's a real story. Sure could, that's yeah. an actual guy who did that. Mm-hmm. We see it all the time. So are we going to call for a journalism reform now? Not one journalist will. I guarantee you that. I would, love, I would love a journalist reform. I would love some sort of something to, to curb them in i know we talk yeah. about it freedom of speech like they can people need to choose who they listen to well, it's also a private industry yeah you know? yeah so i don't know how you, how you how you actually deal with that stuff but i will point out if we think that there's going to be a certain margin uh f- margin of failure for any industry even police the problem becomes what's what's appropriate you know if one person out of out of the 300 million interactions with police dies because a cop did wrong do we need to abolish all of the police? No, that's literally insane. Do we need police reform? I mean, if there's one guy, I no, I think we arrest the cop who abused his power and killed the guy. You know, maybe, and, and we do an internal review as to how it happened and try and make sure it doesn't happen again. Yeah. But what happens when you end up with something like Ferguson, hands up, don't shoot, where it literally turns out never happened? Yep. What happens when you get people who riot for, for actual criminals, which has happened all the time? True. You know, they talk about Black Lives Matter, but one thing that often doesn't get brought up is that although we can agree that George Floyd shouldn't have died, what about the people in, in Seattle, uh, not Seattle, I'm sorry, St. Louis and other places, not Michael Brown, there were other people who, and Milwaukee, for instance, who actually had guns, actually shot at cops and then got, you know, killed in self-defense. They still riot for these people. Yeah, I don't get so it. So I'll tell you what's going on right now. You'd think Portland was over, right? It's not. You know why? What do you think the activists are saying now? What are they saying? At first, it was defund the police, get the feds out of there. All right, free the protesters and Ted Wheeler resign. Those were the demands. Okay, so here's what happens. The feds stay in the courthouse because Oregon deployed state law enforcement into the courthouse as well. And then activists stopped Antifa from throwing explosives. That's all, everything that, according to The Guardian and a couple other outlets, that's what went down last night. Hmm. So now, what are the activists demanding? Are they leaving? Why aren't they leaving? They won. Hmm. They're saying, we still haven't brought those officers to justice yet. That's right. There is, the ones that were rightfully holding back the rioters from burning even, the courthouse down? Let, is that who they're talking about? Do let, they even know who they're talking about? I don't. Let's just say yes. Okay. And so the issue then becomes... No matter what happens, they will keep saying, we haven't got our demands yet. Yep. So it's like, here you go. They I mean, just want to burn the courthouse down. That's it. They want to burn whatever evidence is in there. I'm just convinced of it now. I think they just want to break stuff. I think... They can break anything. They're focused on the courthouse. Why? There's something in there they want. Trump. It's a symbol of Trump. Fed, the feds. But now it's, now it's not the feds that and, are and holding then, them back And then now. all of a sudden, they're not throwing firebombs anymore. Good point. Yep. 
The state police came in. Oh, we can't have them claiming the Democrat secret police are oppressing us. So all of a sudden, the protesters stopped Antifa from throwing explosives, but they allowed it when it was the feds. That's the point. Yeah, it's a symbol they're attacking. They're angry. It makes no sense. And as soon as they can find some kind of political advantage, they're like, whoop, 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 whoop. everybody calm down. Everybody calm down. We don't we don't want Trump to look good anymore hmm. because he was. So now in an interview with the Oregonian, they asked the protesters like what's going on? And they said, we can't leave until these officers are held accountable. It's like, oh, OK. So it's never going to stop. Never. Mm, it's going to be this way until the election, I guess. Yeah, that's that's the perfect get getaway for them. It's like because the cops weren't doing anything wrong. They were holding people back from burning the courthouse down. So th- now they're like, well, now we can just be mad forever. Ha ha. And let's, we can just riot and continue. Let's talk about what it is police do. OK, sure. In the context of doctors, do you go to a doctor and then he says, like, I'm going to give you medicine and you'll never get cancer? That's a ridiculous analogy. But yes, with vaccines, I'm going to give you this medicine and it will prevent you from getting this disease. There's preventative actions. True. OK. By doctors. Mm-hmm. Now, with the police, is there preventative action? There actually is. In a sense. Yeah, for sure. The fact that cops are patrolling is, in fact, a deterrent, especially if cops are actively patrolling areas like they do this in New York. They'll go into certain neighborhoods, whether you like it or not. And that can act as a deterrent. The same thing is true in Chicago. Then what, what do they do after you've been the victim of a crime? They seek to remedy it. I actually find that a lot of, uh, in, in a lot of circumstances, I have not had good luck with cops remedying serious crimes. And I don't even know how you, how, like, how, how you actually get someone in trouble for, like, I don't know, nonviolent crimes, like, like financial crimes, mm-hmm. is beyond me. I had a landlord once steal a, uh, a check out of my trash can what? and forged my signature. Whoa. And when I went to the police, they were like, we're not going to do anything about that. What? Yep. How? Why? Like, that's, that's a felony, isn't it? Serious, serious crime. Yeah, whoa. So the problem was that uh, I, was, I was, so I wrote a check for rent, but I'd never signed it. Okay. Because I was going to be traveling, so I pre-wrote two months in advance. Okay. But then they told us we had to move out because they were reclaiming the property, the landlords. Okay. So I had my checkbook, and I just threw the checks in the trash, and I tied the trash up, and then I forgot to take it out. One day I look, and there's a cash check in my bank account, and clearly not my signature on it. Wow. So I called my bank, and they said, if you want the money back, we can do that, but you have to file a police report. So I walked to the local police and they said, no, we can't handle that because this is the wrong department. You got to go to this department. So I walked to the next department and huh. they said, what are you talking about? We're not even in your, your neighborhood. You got to go back to the other department. So now I got mad. I go back to the other one and I actually started screaming at them. Whoa. I was like, I want to press charges. I want my money back. My bank will give it to me unless you guys file this report. And then finally a supervisor came out and said, fine, fine, fill this out. Here you go. And that was it. They never did anything about it. Wow. But I did get my money back. All right. So, so anyway, the point is, yeah, a lot of people get mad about that stuff, too. I'm still not st- stupid enough to say abolish all of the police. Yeah, yeah. So here's what's happening in Portland. A Portland man has been charged with arson after throwing a large explosive device at the Hatfield Federal Courthouse during a protest on July 28th, 2020. Investigation by U.S. Marshals HQ and ATF. Read more. Okay, well, we can read more. This is the, this is the Department of Justice. They say U.S. Attorney Billy J. Williams announced today that Gabriel Agard Berryhill, 18, has been charged by criminal complaint with using fire to maliciously damage the Marco Hatfield U.S. courthouse. Quote, no legitimate protest message is advanced by throwing a large explosive device against a government building. 
Mr. Agard Berryhill's actions could have gravely injured law enforcement officers positioned near the courthouse. Other protesters standing nearby or himself. I applaud the ATF agents and the U.S. Marshal Service deputies who worked quickly to identify Mr. Agard Berryhill before he had an opportunity to hurt others. The violent opportunists engaged in dangerous acts of violence, such as arson, need to realize there will be grave consequences, said Russell Berger, U.S. Marshal for the District of Oregon. Serious crimes of this nature go beyond mere property damage to the courthouse and endanger people's lives. They say, according to the documents, at approximately 11.50 p.m. on July 28, 2020, security cameras at the Hatfield Federal Courthouse captured footage of a large incendiary object enter the building's uh, portico area and land near plywood sheeting affixed to the building's facade. A few seconds later, the object exploded, igniting a fire near the building's main entrance. Federal law enforcement personnel collected various items near the site of the explosion and sent them to a Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives laboratory for further analysis. They revealed social media posts the night, of the, the night of the explosion and located videos of the incendiary object being thrown. The individual depicted throwing the object, later identified to be a guard burial, was a young Caucasian male wearing a green colored vest. Now, where, where does, how does that sound familiar, huh? Yeah. Grammy, Grammy's, uh, Grammy's it's little It's Gammy's kid. boy. Gammy's boy. It is Gammy's boy. Antifa militant, whose grandma bought him a riot vest, Ooh. has been charged with arson. It's, I believe the story is a little bit too good to be true, though. I don't believe his grandma actually bought him the vest. But so, so for those that don't know the context, this guy right here, he was shielding naked Athena like a very cringe-inducing white knight. Yeah, she didn't seem like she wanted She it. was pushing him out of the way, and he kept pu- shoving her and getting in front of her. Ugh. Oh, man, that's the most annoying thing in the world. I'd have hit the guy. Like, stop pushing me and get out of my way. In fact, I almost want, like, I, I'd love to have been there and just grab the guy and be like, dude, stop touching the lady. Yeah. It's like, it's not even about defending the woman. It's about this cringe white knighting that makes me just so, ugh. It's like, dude, can't you see she's trying to get her photo op? All right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> let the naked lady spread her leg to the cops. Get out of the way. Let's no, just for get me, this over with, please. It's more Seriously. about this, like, it's, you, you know, you, you know what we used to call behavior like this hmm. from these, like, white knight dudes? Bad farting. It's a bad fart that clings to you, and no matter how how much you try and like shake it off, it just people can smell it, and they're like, oh, oh, oof. Yep. Like you try to you try to run out the room or something, and you're fanning it, it just won't go away. That's what this guy is. That's a good point. Anyway, that's anyway. what it looked like. So there's a website. <laughs> there was a website where they they sold this. It's it's a it's a reflective vest. It's supposed to look like a bulletproof vest. They're literally larping, dude. Oh yeah. This guy bought a larp vest. No, Not, his grandma bought it for him. Well, supposedly. Right, right, right. <laughs> we'll, supposedly, we'll say that. The post was made. Eight days before people publicly identified the guy. And that's why people were like, hey, this post is from a week ago. It's, and it was a verified review, meaning whoever left the review did buy the product. But it's possible somebody bought the product. They found him. They bought the product because they, they found the, here's what Here's what I think happened. It was the, the night before the 20th where the naked Athena lady did her thing. Mm-hmm. And someone probably looked up this guy, found out who he was. And then posted his picture on this website. That's what I think happened. I'm not entirely sure. It means they would have had to buy the vest themselves. A week later, a bunch of people found the profile, found the post. And then were like, dude, this is the guy. And now they believe his grandma bought him a riot vest. It's not a riot vest. It's a reflective vest for LARPing, <laughs> like live action role play. These, this is literally an 18-year-old playing a game. Yep. Now he's being charged with arson. He on should a be federal building. I mean, he lit. I, I saw him light it and throw it, and that was the the big huge explosion that we covered a couple nights ago. 
And it was like, okay, that is definitely something more than just whatever they were, you know, fi- a firework mortar. You know, it was clearly something. IED. Yeah, an IED, exactly. It's like, okay, you, you play stupid games, which to him is a game. To everyone else, is not a game. Like, someone could have been seriously injured. This is what law enforcement does. You throw a bomb. They arrest you. Yep. You go to prison. And then other people are like, hey, if you do that, your life will end. This dude's life is over. I'm pretty sure what he did is a felony. All right. I mean, I don't know exactly if they laid out. Okay. So then hmm. exactly lay out if it's a felony, but I'm assuming arson on a federal building is going to be. Okay. Here we go. They say he made his first appearance in federal court today before a U.S. magistrate judge and was ordered released pending further court proceedings. What? Really? Wow. Arson is punishable by up to 20 years in prison with a mandatory minimum of five years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Five years in prison. Dude. Now, now here's my, here's the most important question. How long do you think he cried for? I think he's still crying. You think he's still crying? Absolutely. He probably cried for quite a long time. Yep. And his mom probably gave him a spanking and his (laughs) dad was going like, I have no son. What have you done? Remember that Antifa guy whose parents brought him in? What do you think he's saying to his grandma? I can't believe I bought you that vest. What's his name? Is his name Billy? You told me, you told me it was going to be for LARPing. <laughs> Gabriel. Oh, Gabriel, I bought you that vest and now you're going to prison. It's all my fault. Gaby. Gaby. Oh, Gaby, you're going you're going to get locked up. Oh man. I think that's the gist of the story on this guy, but this is a, this is the perfect example of what law enforcement does and why we have many different departments. Could you imagine if people thought they could just do these things and nothing would happen? That's the problem with what's happening. Yep. We need to see these people important, like go to jail. Exactly. It's a combination of deterrence. I do think we need reform. Yeah, we need for f- sure. We need, a, I mean, like prison reform. How do we make it so that these people come out and they say to themselves, wow, that was a really bad idea. I shouldn't do that again. That's a big so- question. Do you think you can connect this to the broken windows theory of policing, where if you uh, get people in trouble for small crimes, you will be able to prevent them from doing bigger things? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. There's a direct connection there. I don't know. Because I mean, arson on a federal building is not exactly small. I, I I don't know about the. I don't know if broken windows policing actually worked. There's huh. like there's pros and there's there's people who uh, there's proponents and opponents of it saying it did or didn't work. There's an interesting thing I was reading about. At the time when they were claiming this new heavy-handed policing was reducing crime, we were actually removing lead from gasoline. And, like, leaded gasoline levels co- coincided with, like, crime or something. Wow. Yeah, and I'm not saying it's true or anything. I was just reading an interesting article. They talk about what, you know, it's a question of, here, here's, the, here's the issue when it comes to policing and when it comes to broken windows. Freedom or security? I, I err on the side of security, which means you'll see lunatics get released. I think the big problem with cities like New York is that if you simultaneously can't defend yourself and you have a ton of, you know, you, you want to have, it, it's an imbalance in law enforcement, right? You tell people, okay, we're going to err on the side of freedom, bail reform. What that means is in New York, they pass this bail reform measure, certain crimes, you get straight up released. We will not hold you because you can't afford to pay bail. They yeah. argued it was unconstitutional to hold someone else that had money and poor people are being negatively impacted. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I agree with that, actually. Holding someone could destroy their life. However, crime began to skyrocket. Why? Because it's still illegal to personally protect yourself in New York City in, in certain ways, to say the least. That's a good point. So then you end up with a bunch of very weak, vulnerable people and criminals being constantly released. 
If you're going to have freedom, it can't be only freedom for one certain thing. You commit a crime, you're free to go. Okay, what about my, my freedom to defend myself from the criminals you're releasing? Oh, no, 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 no. No, we'll lock you up for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And therein lies the main problem with imbalance. And so I, I, I are on the side of freedom. I don't like the idea of, you know, pro, pro, you know, proactively going after people. You know, if they commit a crime, they commit a crime. Yeah. If they're walking around like morons with shields, okay, fine, whatever. If they then cross the line, then you arrest them, then you charge them. But I do think we need to look at in, like uh, how we do prisons and try to try to figure out a better way. I 100% agree. Privatized privatized prisons are definitely an issue. You know, them trying to it, it, they they want their it's it's an industry to them. You know, the people who own these prisons, and that's an issue. Like, why why are you making money off of, of crime? Like, we have to turn we have to get rid of that. Some the, the well, incentive. They, they need to be incentivized to let people, you know, become citizens and, and, and prosper outside once they I, get released. But I was thinking about this. I think the issue might not actually be private prisons. It might be recidivism. It's well, that's so, what I just said. What I mean is when we pay private prisons, it shouldn't be based on them holding a prisoner. It should be based on in the next after the prisoner was released. Did they commit crimes in the next five years? That's and what, then that's what I'm saying. We don't give contracts to prisons who have high recidivism rates. Yes. Or when when it becomes lower, they get more. They, they then get to prosper. You know, it's like then they can use that money yeah. for grants like the crime bill got rid of people being able to further themselves. And that's ridiculous to me. Like, why wouldn't we want them, you know, <clears throat> at, at least looking to get grants to like have a library to finish their high school education or get a, a bachelor's degree in something so that when they get out, they have something to actually strive to- towards, you know? I think the, the, the crux of it when it comes to jails and stuff is the system we have in place is like, you know, we started in the Wild West. We started, okay, we're going to build a big room. We're going to lock you in it. You can't get out. And then we said, okay, well, we got more people. We need a bigger room. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we need a bunch more rooms. Now we need our own building. Now we need a bigger building. Okay, now we need to separate jails and prisons. So now we have jails for temporary holding under a year. Then we have prisons for everybody staying above, like more than that. And it's just, then we have supermax prisons. All, we've, lifers, all yeah. we've really done has been like, let's keep making bigger and bigger places to put people instead of saying like, hey, let's change the system and invent something that could fix this instead of just, you know, sweep it under the rug. Mm-hmm. I think one of the ways to get there would be if we have private prisons, perhaps we should be saying something like, if a high density, a high proportion of the prisoners released from your prison go on to commit crimes later on, then we'll stop giving you contracts. I like that. And they're going to be like, okay, we got to figure out a way to make sure that the prisoners leave here and never commit crimes again. Otherwise, we go out of business. And that might actually make sense. There's interesting ideas around voucher programs. Um, who's the, who's the, the, the guy we talked to? Corey DeAngelis. Corey DeAngelis. Yeah, Corey DeAngelis mm-hmm. talks about school voucher programs. Yep, I like the, it. The idea is like, if everybody pays taxes for schools and rich people pay more than poor people, but then everyone is given a voucher that they can then give to the school of their choice so their kids, their kids can go to the school they want them to go to, it guarantees that poor people will have access to schools, any school they would like to send their kids to. And, you know, it also guarantees the right for, uh, for people to choose their school while having schools compete to be better. I actually really like that idea. I do too. Sounds promising. Yeah. Yeah. For all I know, they implement it and it becomes the worst decision ever and it's complete and total chaos. Yeah, but I mean, well, to to kind of bring that into the policing, it's like unions, the police unions, the teacher unions, they protect bad teachers, they protect bad cops. That's all part of this problem that 
we until we look at those and restructure those, we can't even really get to the rest of this because they're protecting the bad systems that are already in place. Oh yeah. So we gotta we gotta really dig into those. Yep. And they're they're an issue. But you know the the, the general idea is perhaps the voucher kind of thing could work across the board. You know post offices or whatever yeah so i but I, I look at prisons and that's what we need we can't just have the government be like okay here's a contract take our prisoners yeah exactly it's got to be like we've got a couple different ones that compete and whoever has the lowest recidivism over five years gets the contract yep all of I, a sudden, I like that that's a yeah. good idea actually so maybe i don't know maybe that's a really bad idea i don't know what the solution is maybe there are some people just got to be locked away because they'll never mm. improve you know, serious challenges with people who just don't want to be functioning in a society or, or can't. I don't know. You should at least give them a shot. Seems fair. At rehabilitation? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this dude's going to get five years in prison. And here, I'll tell you what I think. He's 18. I honestly don't think five years is the right, is the right call. I don't think it will take five years to convince this, this young person that what they did was wrong. I think it runs the risk of radicalizing them and institutionalizing them in a way that they can't function once they get out. Now, I'm not saying do nothing. You you think, do you think he knows that he did it wrong now? No, I don't. I think now he's going to have a bunch of people whispering in his ear saying, see, isn't the state oppressing you for no reason? Imagine if he got a That's real... A good point. So we'll see what the punishment is. They say it's a minimum of five years, which means there's no recommendations. There's no pleading. It's, unless, they, unless they drop it to a lesser charge. That's what I was thinking. I don't think it's going to be the, the, you know, the full arson charge because nothing got lit on fire. No, it did. Oh, it actually did light, light but up very briefly. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that it did. Yeah, I mean, it didn't burn down. I mean, it's. I'm not trying to to say it wasn't okay to do it, but I'm sure it's not going to be the full arson charge with five year minimum. I kind of feel like that is the drop charge. Really? Yeah. If they're giving him only arson instead of like there's criminal damage to federal property, which is I believe a felony. Oh, okay. Then there's arson. Well, actually, that's part of the executive order. If you attack a, sta- a federal statue, a federal building, it's yeah. ten years minimum. Ten years minimum. That's right. So, well, this is a is, is that, does that include federal facilities? I I, I don't know. I haven't. I, I, maybe I think I'm that not was sure. that was specifically like a Veterans Monuments Act or something specifically. Oh, okay. Either way, this dude could be charged with you know dozens of crimes, and they're giving him one five-year minimum so we'll see what happens when he actually goes in maybe they'll you know they're playing big ask and they'll, they'll drop it down but i think we've we, i don't know what the solution is when you get when you get these dumb i mean let's be real man this kid is as dumb as a box of rocks yeah he's playing well it was he, his, it was his first time in the in the court right isn't that what they said well, so, he, had, he had his first time for these charges. I don't know. If oh, ever, oh, okay, okay. But he's wearing a LARP vest, you know? Like, imagine if a dude went, he went and bought, like, an, a medieval knight suit yep. and then marched around in chain mail. They were. There, I know. There was I, chain I mail knights out there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, they're playing games. That's what they are. They, they seriously think it's a game where they have no consequences dude, Grandma, Grandma should have bought Gaby to a paintball range. Yep. And go play some paintball and get it out of his system. Yeah. But you know what it is? Maybe these people, they thirst and hunger for war and conflict. Maybe. We, are, that, we are animals. All of us. So, so human what, beings. What happens to this dude after he gets out in five years? I don't know. But I'd imagine he's not going to be functioning in normal because he'll have no idea how to function in a normal society. Well, if they get rid of the police, Seattle's going to be a completely different place. I don't know. It sounds kind maybe, of fun. Maybe he'll fit in. Oh, so, yeah? It's fun? Well, I mean, not if, not if you actually live there. Oh, okay. Like if you want to go, I thought. if you want to go, if you, if you were like, like I said, these these young men who are thirsty and hungry for conflict. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna be like, it's you know, going to the post apocalyptic. You, you you like playing Fallout? 
Well, that that's what they're going for. They're going for Fallout in real life. I like playing the game Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the that's, that's the point. These people don't realize they're going to be living in Escape from Seattle. Right. There's going to be like gangs controlling everything. There is. You, I'm, I, I got to be honest. I'm, there's actually going to be a like cathartic release when I see a bunch of like pink shirt wearing dudes with skirts on and like flowers around their necks. Okay. And they're going, oh, oh, oh. We're, and, and they have like community police in their chests. And there's <laughs> one guy with like a hammer and he's like, take the money out of the van now. And it's like a Brinks or like the, the Brinks truck. Please, sir. Please. No. We're, we're we, the, you don't need to do this. Dude, dude, dude it's We dem- can it's, all be friends. Let's hug it out. Free hugs. And then he goes, whack, to their hand. It's Demolition Man. Yeah. The cops walk up and they're like... That's uh, a good point. That's get, what it's going to be yep. like. Get, they, get on your knees. No. What do we do? What, I don't know. Wait, <laughs> let me check the manual. He said no? It says, say the same uh, thing. I, I can't find it in the manual. What do I do? He's like, he's like say the same thing and add or else. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's right. Or else. I haven't seen that movie in a while. He's I got to like, watch that again. what? That's a good movie. But you look at that. I'll tell you what. Remember that video of that of that chick saying like "or effing what" and to then the they, cop? They arrest her. Yeah. Imagine there's no cops and she's just stomp, stomping about screaming and smashing things. Oh, Karen! And Land. then you, you're gonna have these dudes wearing like pink shirts, going like, oh, calm, "Can you calm? You can't, don't. You're not supposed to break that. Oh, oh, she broke it. Oh, geez. Um, oh, can you stop? Oh, she's gonna. She's not gonna stop. What do we do? Let's get out of here. And they run away. I'll tell you what, man. No, they're gonna be like, "It's okay. She's oppressed." Yep. And then you're going to be there's there, dude, who in their right mind would would want to own a business in Seattle right now? No one. Who in their right mind would want to live there? That's no why way. I'm saying like I don't know anyone who would want to be there, and I feel bad for the people that do live there. Yeah. I am I'm sorry, man, but I have very little sympathy for the people who are choosing to stay there. Now, choosing I feel, I feel bad though because people people probably grown up there. They probably have lived they they probably have their whole lives there and it's like it Dude, I don't if, believe that the majority of Seattle wants this to be the case. They don't. People called into a meeting screaming like, we don't care for this radical experiment and taking Not surprising. Not surprising I'll, I'll tell at you all. what, man. If you live in a city and, I don't know, like a meteor came and just like crashed into the center of it and wiped out a ton of the buildings and infrastructure. Okay. And then you were like, I'm going to stay here. It's like, well, you can. That's fine. But, I mean, you're, like, living in smoldering ruins by choice now. Well, that's, that's an act of nature. So, ultimately, here's, here's, here's what bothers me. The people who keep voting for this stuff, they voted for these people. No, no, no. They, 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 they voted. It's like, no, no, no. Most people are comfortable in their lives. They don't think this is going to happen. They get too complacent with what's happening. They stop caring about the politics because... But whatever, you know. That's like I was saying. This silent, won't happen. Right, you were explaining earlier. The silent, majority. the silent majority is busy working. They get home from work. They crack a beer and hang out with their friends. They don't talk politics. Politics needs to be a regular thing for everybody, and it's not anymore. These people that are out there doing this, it is everything to them. It's the only thing that they do is because they want their you know, message pushed forward to the front of the line. And that's what they're doing. So the people that live in Seattle, if they want, if they, if they want this, by all means. But if not, they need to get political. They need to get involved. They need to be protesting. Also, I'm actually thinking if Biden wins, we might see. You know, so let, let me stop there. I'll start over. People believe that if Donald Trump wins, progressives will go nuts and okay. start tearing things apart. 
Uh, they're already doing that. Right. So what's the difference? But most people are like, yep, the progressives, they'll, they'll rip everything to shreds if Trump gets elected. If Biden gets elected, it's only like 36% believe conservatives would get violent. And that's like, I'm like, well, those 36% are wrong. But maybe not. I'm starting to think otherwise. The, the way I was explaining it earlier is that you have, for, you know, we had these, uh, uh, I think there were two 49 state um, uh, landslides. It was Nixon and I think Reagan. And the Democrats, according to the Wall Street Journal, have called every single election they've lost, other than those two, illegitimate, going back to, I think, 1968 or something. This is a Wall Street Journal article about this. Wow. So why is it that we had these two landslides for Republicans? What I think happens is, over time, political activity among regular working class people starts going down. Why? Because, I don't know, life's all right, you know? Like, we get by. First of all, we're spending most of our time working. We're not out there protesting and screaming about everything nonstop. Yep. You go to work, you come home, you take care of your family, you mind your own business, and life's overall pretty good. You might vote passively. But because they get passive mm. and they become the silent majority, yep. the crazies start taking control. Now the loudest voices are fringe lunatics like we're seeing today, forcing regular people to get up and get angry. It's almost like you're sitting at home eating dinner and you hear a weird, really annoying sound outside. And you're like, it'll eventually stop. Let's just keep eating dinner. Yeah. I'm tired. I just got off work. But it doesn't stop. In fact, it's just getting louder and louder. And then finally you go, enough. And you throw down your, your tablecloth and you get up. You go outside and you yell at the kids, shut up. And the kids shut up. I like your, what, that tweet you showed me. Which one? With the guillotine. Oh, yeah. Do that, I have that, that one? That sums, it sums this up so perfectly. Oh, you do. Yeah, you do. Check this out. I don't really care about politics. Okay. Well, your head's about to be chopped off Oof. from the politics you don't care about. So what's funny is the guy who, who made this is actually a leftist, and he makes a bunch of really dumb co- comics. Okay. He made one. Uh, this, this is how I found this, actually. He made one where it was a guy standing behind Hitler okay. saying, oh, yeah. I don't agree with what you say, but I'll defend to the death of your right to say centrist. it. And he was like, modern centrists be like or whatever. Okay. And so I saw that, and I'm like, dude, you can literally buy Hitler's book on Amazon in like, you know, a bunch of different versions of it. There's like stylized art. It's ridiculous. Wow. But yes, there's a reason why you can hear the words of this lunatic so you can understand why he was a lunatic and why, you know, it's important that we know. They say, know your enemies, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. But these people don't get it. They're like, heaven forbid we actually learn why evil people do things. But I looked at his Twitter account and he had this one as well as part of a collage or whatever. And he says, I don't really, it's a guy about to get his head chopped off. I don't really care about politics. The reason why that's funny is because it's not the right that goes around in revolutions with guillotines. The left literally brings mock guillotines to people's homes. Jeff Bezos is right. Yeah. So you're li- this is this actually speaks way more to moderates and conservatives than anybody else. Yeah. You can sit there all day and night and say you don't care, and well, here comes the here comes the chop. Politics cares about you. Well, I'll tell you what, man. Voters say some big city leaders, most reporters, encourage violent protests. Here's here's what's crazy. The latest Rasmussen Reports national telephone and online survey finds that 50% of likely U.S. voters believe political leaders in some major cities like Portland and Seattle are encouraging violent protests by limiting the police response. 31% disagree, and 19% are not sure. They say 55% of all voters believe most reporters identify with the protesters in violent protest situations. Wow. I want you to take that one to the bank when we talk about the silent majority. 55% of all voters believe the reporters identify with 
the violent protesters. But that says all voters. Yeah, that, yeah. That doesn't just say of conservatives. Yeah, I know. You know, it's everybody. Everyone it's, thinks this. Of conservatives. Or, what, sorry, the majority does. Do they give us the, the breakdown by conservatives on this one? Well, what was the paragraph just above this? Republicans, what does that say there? This one has to do with uh, political leaders making it worse. Oh, they say Republicans, okay. 72% are more likely than Democrats at 33 uh, to think these political leaders are making it worse. Okay. And unaffiliated is at 48. I don't know what those numbers represent. because. But that's still 33% of the Democrats think that the political leaders are making it worse. Yeah. Leaders, plural there. Yep. So it's not just one. I think the journalists... They love blaming a certain somebody. So take into consideration the journalists portion of this. 55% of all voters believe most reporters identify with the protesters. Are you going to tell Antifa who you're voting for? When you get a phone call from someone you believe is part of the violent protests and they're saying, who did you vote for? Yeah. Uh, I'm a vote for Biden. Good. Click. Good. <sighs> That's right. You will. Look, I know where you live. Most reporters, this is the important factor. Mm -hmm. If 55% of voters are lying to reporters because they believe the reporters are Antifa, then our polls are insanely wow, skewed. Yeah. I already insanely. thought that. Insanely. You know what this means? It means that the polls are beyond inverted. If Okay, so consider yep. this. 45% of people answering polls, and, and, and we're just speculating here. We're not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm you know, extrapolating some data here. We're taking a little leap. If 55% of voters think protesters are Antifa, and it stands to reason, you're not going to tell Antifa who you're voting for. You're, you're not going to tell them the truth, at least, right? So, we're all, so that means those 55% are lying. So if that means 45 are being honest, which includes a small portion of Trump supporters, and then the rest are all saying Biden, it's probably right now the actual polls are Trump 80%, Biden 20. Yep, that sounds about right. I believe that. We'll see, man. We'll see, man. I don't. I think. Uh, I think hubris will be the downfall of, of of either side. You think you won, you didn't. You better show up and vote. That's all that matters. I've I've never been more more stoked to vote for somebody in my entire life. And that's and I've heard I've heard similar things. People, they don't. The left doesn't want to believe it, man. Because I've tweeted about this over and over again. So uh, I mentioned this before. I, I would love to actually. I'm, I'm talking to my friend about promoting their Twitter account. Okay. But this is somebody who's not you know, a public figure at all. Okay. I met somebody at a Black Lives Matter rally. Okay, yeah, your yeah, friend. I, I know six years this. ago. Okay. Who's, who, even up to last year, was posting F Trump, F Trump, Black Lives Matter. And then all of a sudden, I see she's posting all these crazy-ass Donald Trump memes. And I'm like, what, what, is, what is going on? So I, I sent her a DM. I'm like, you're voting for Trump now? And she's like, definitely. And I was like, but I met you at a Black Lives Matter rally. Yeah. She's like, right? Yep, but, yep. It, you know what it has to do with? It has to do with Epstein. Ah, yep, yeah, because Trump's Trump's dropping the hammer on all them. I, there's a lot. They're of, scared. They're he, they are scared. You can tell. Mike Cernovich tweeted out something really really funny. Okay, and uh, he especially deserves a lot of credit on this one because he's the one who filed the the suits. Oh, to get the documents unsealed. Oh wow. Yeah, it's really it's really crazy. People don't realize this. Mike Cernovich has actually broken tons of huge news stories. Cernovich is killing it. The media doesn't want to acknowledge this guy. Oh, yeah. They smear him, they lie, or they just o omit his name entirely. Wow, really? Yeah, but he's he's absolutely responsible. And then to, an, to a certain degree, I'm trying, I don't want to steal credit from anybody else. There's Julie K. Brown of the Miami Herald, okay. who they were both involved. But I think Cernovich was the first, could be wrong, but I know that he, he, he played a, a large role in this. But uh, now, now that I've been praising his work on Epstein, I'm free. Oh, yeah, yeah, he tweeted. He tweeted that 
Right now, you've got this big QAnon protest in Hollywood. Okay. And all the mainstream journalists are mocking and belittling them for, like, crazy conspiracy stuff. Okay. I definitely think a lot of these people believe some crazy conspiracy stuff. Though, to be honest, I don't follow it, you know, seriously. But Cernovich said, he responded basically saying, you've got these main, I'll paraphrase the general idea. It's no wonder that these people believe that, or refuse to believe mainstream news and end up believing conspiracies when they've been demanding the press cover Bill Clinton on, you know, on the island. I'm going to be very careful with language because YouTube will give us the X. Well, he was. Bill, Bill Clinton, for those that don't named. know. Named. He was named directly by uh, Virginia Jufre. Uh, yeah. She I- ID'd him saying, and, it, and there's testimony from 2016 that's got, that got released thanks to Cernovich where she straight up like Clinton was there. End of story. Yep. So she saw him with. Not young, just, not just young there. Women. Right, right, Things right. were happening while and they were there. With young women. And so what Cernovich points out is you, you have people who end up believing conspiracies because we know for a fact when these transcripts, when these documents get released, and there is some good journalists revealing this stuff, mm-hmm. no one else covers it. Yeah, because they don't want anyone looking at that stuff. That's it's, why. It, and it's, it's political, but it's also having to do with Antifa. These people believe that these, these, these journalists are Antifa, and they are correct. Yep. They, these people are aligned ideologically with these far-left militant extremists. Yep. So when you watch a video... And you see a guy lob an explosive and the Department of Justice says, we've got him. He's being arrested. And then you turn on the media and they're like peaceful protesters. And you're like, what? I watched the video, man. Yep. It drives you insane. He throws it. It's true. Lights so, it, tosses it. It explodes. Here's what ends up happening. Building lights on fire. I'm not surprised there are people who refuse to believe mainstream news and end up getting their news from fringe conspiracy groups because at least the fringe conspiracy groups are talking about Antifa being violent. Well, I mean, Bill Clinton. If you look into it, it's not there. There is some fringe conspiracy stuff, but a lot of it actually is corroborated. Like it's legitimate, proven stuff that they're talking about that the mainstream media isn't talking about. So, I mean, yeah, there's there's some conspiracy in it, but for the most part, I mean, a lot of it's been proven. No, there's a lot of it's it's a big mess of insane conspiracy, gumble, garbled mumbo jumbo. Well, well, yes, it's become it's become more and more because it feels like they're trying to to smoke the whole the whole uh, Q movement with these crazy sides. There's 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 a, there's a lot more problems with, with with Q going back to its entire history of failed predictions and kind of just garbled nonsense. OK, but what happens is no one will trust the mainstream news if the mainstream news is trying to debunk it because we know they're lying about things we can see with our own eyes. Mm. So what happens is people become very susceptible to conspiracy theories. If you see a story on the internet and it says Antifa lobs, you know, bomb. Or if, if you watch this show, for instance, yeah, and we, we, we showed the clip from, or, and we, we didn't play it, but we show the DOJ posts this. And uh, actually, can I pull it up right here? Here we go. A Portland man has been charged with arson. And here's the video published by the DOJ. And you can see a dude. Look, there's the flash. You can watch it. You go on Twitter. You can see this. A verified DOJ account. Yeah. If we know this happened, if you watch the show and you know this happened, and then you see from every mainstream news source, peaceful protest. You see a picture of a burning building torched, and it says peaceful protest. You watch MSNBC. And what, what was that guy's name who said peaceful protest in front of the burning building? I don't remember his He's name. He's standing in front of a, the police precinct, which is being burned to the Mostly ground. Mostly peaceful. And he's like, now, 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 it's peaceful. It's peaceful. 
And Cena did the same thing. Oh, yeah. I remember that. If you watch that and you're staring in confusion like, I don't get it. These people are literally insane. They're lying. Then when they come out with any other information, you're like, I don't buy it. I don't believe it. It's like I was saying before. They could come out right now and say, you know, today Donald Trump waved hello to some reporters. I'd be like, no, he didn't. You're lying. <laughs> it's not true. It's fake news. I'm going to need uh, proof. I need the yeah. video. And I, and I need the full 20-minute video of the helicopter landing, yep. Trump walking up, waving hello, walking back, and then flying away. No, he gives the thumbs up. That's what he does. He oh, goes, see, boom. Yeah, see? No, That's... he flicks him off and says, you're fake news. You're fake. <laughs> As he no, should. I, no, he doesn't. He's... I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I know. I, I still, I like the guy, so. You know, <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw videos of a lot of these, you know, a lot of the conspiracy protesters and stuff. And what makes me really angry is that... And I'm not going to blame the individuals for believing conspiracy theories and fake news, but in the absence of real journalism, it's 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 this, the space is exploited by people who just make things up for profit. I mean, you're That's you're also going under the assumption that anyone that follows Q believes every single thing that they're talking about, and that's not true. I mean, the core of it is just garbled mumbo jumbo. There's a huge map about it's it's not. I know I've seen that map. International yeah. or in, interdimensional, whatever. <laughs> just right. Listen. There's, there's a general idea around it with Donald Trump going up against elements of what they call the permanent government, yeah. people who retain their positions after elected officials leave. But, you know, if, 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 if you're talking about people who like passively and loosely like mention something without paying attention to it, well, then I'd recommend you actually start looking at what some of these people are saying, because some of what they're saying is a lot of insane, you know. Yeah, there's crazy people it's, in it's, every group. Yeah, but this is primarily nonsensical garbled mumbo jumbo. They're holding up they're holding up posters with with pizzas and hot dogs on it because somebody made something up on 4chan and they all just believed it was true. And now I'd be willing to bet there's there's a huge I mean, I know for a fact a lot of people believe things are true that are absolutely not true because somebody literally posted on a forum something totally fake. Okay. And and the problem I have with this is it makes it impossible to actually dig into what they were tracking. A red herring was thrown out. They chased after it. Now they're marching around with poster boards saying thing, talking about, you know, weird conspiratorial things that are just not true. And that was the that was the point. You've got powerful elites. We know they're doing creepy things. Bill Clinton was just implicated. So we get it. But when you come out with poster boards of things that make no sense. And one of the princes. I don't remember which one. Prince Andrew. Yeah, Prince Andrew. Definitely implicated. So all you have to say is like, it's very clear cut. Bill Clinton, Prince Andrew. ID'd by witness. What do we get instead? People marching around with gibberish made up words, pictures of spaghetti and, and, and hot dogs, and they look like they're nuts because someone posted fake news online and they were like, this is what I'm going to make a poster board about. Yep. Instead of being like published documents through a lawsuit today as reported by Newsweek implicate Bill Clinton. Yeah, those are crazy. Instead, you get conspiracy stuff. I can't stuff. believe I read that today. Yep. That's, that's, that, that's where we're at. So the important thing, I always tell people, it's like, man... There are there are real there. Well, there used to be real journalists. I don't think they really exist for the most part. Anymore. I'm looking at one right now, Tim. Yeah, kind of. But, you know, what we we sort of do is like a weird fact checking commentary show almost, you know? Yeah, I guess that's true. That, that accurately talks about what our show is. Yeah, I guess so. A lot of crazy people saying a lot of crazy things. And I have no problem saying it's true. It's not true. Mm-hmm. We need facts on this one. I think we showed that that chart the other day about the New York Times and the hockey stick of all the intersectionalism yeah. and far leftist stuff starting in like t- 2010 right and then listen if you get th- th- there's 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 a, so many factors that are conspiring to create 
conspiracy movements. It is the fault of the New York Times. It is the fault of the Absolutely. Daily Beast and Vox. Yeah, they posted so much that it's convinced these people that believe. Now, I'm not. We're not talking about Q anymore. We're talking about the the crazy left. The, the people that are that read all this and succumb to it, pass it around, keep seeing it and pass it around, and it gets worse and worse and worse, that that is now their new reality. That's well, what they believe. It is 100% that is the way people are. And everyone else is like, they're looking at them like they're the ones holding the pizza signs. Like, you guys are crazy because that's not the way it is. So when they say, what, what, what was that initial thing the Seattle Department said? They wanted uh, gender-affirming uh, praxis, praxis or, or whatever. Something like that. I'm yeah. like, what? What is this? Praxis is a dog whistle to the far left. Okay. Trauma informed, gender affirming, anti racist praxis. Whoa. So yeah. all of these words are dog whistles for the far left. Yep. In fact, the word dog whistle is a dog whistle to the far left because regular people don't use these phrases. That's a good point. You can tell if someone is trapped in this bubble of this of this conspiracy world. Mm-hmm. They, they really are white supremacist conspiracy theorists who believe there is a cabal, the patriarchy, that controls everything. It's, it's insane. Here's what happens. The New York Times starts telling, you know, talking about whiteness, directly insulting people. Yeah, Those people terrible. then say, I'm done, and they turn it off. But they still want to get information from somewhere. And so they go online, they look for it, and they end up finding the inversion of it. Enter Timcast IRL. Well, we're here for you to give you the real news and try to kind break of. it down. Well, we, we try to break it down. You what, know? What, I, what I mean is in t- a kind of in terms of where people end up. A lot of people end up going into insane conspiracy world. Or like Facebook meme news land. Well, that's Seriously? the left. Yeah. They, they start getting all their news from memes. Yep. And I'm like, some random person will tweet something like, the government is so dumb. Like, they should just give everyone a million dollars. And then all of a sudden I see like... 50,000 shares on Facebook and they're like it makes so much sense remember the one what was the thing where it was like what did they say what did they say it was like uh, uh, Michael Bloomberg spent 500 million dollars on the election if he he could have there's 300 300 million Americans (laughs) he could have given every American a million dollars and still had money left over and it's like no that's a dollar yes that's a dollar like dollar 25 like sorry learn math if you can't even do that, why should we trust you with anything? But that's Seriously? what they'll do is they'll take a <sighs> screenshot of that insane statement. And that went crazy viral. Yep. People were sharing that like, can you believe this? Look at this. Can you believe that's it? And crazy. it's like, no, I can't. I, I can do math. No, that's crazy. Yes, yeah. everybody would, would have gotten a dollar thirty. Woo. Yeah. If, I, think you would, I think you need a trillion, a trillion or something. Yeah, it's not. If he had 500 trillion, he could have given him a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, 350 right. million yeah. or a trillion. Yeah. Right. So all of these people, they share memes for news. They get, they get their information half-baked from CNN because they overheard it at an airport. And then other people are sitting there and they'll actually, it's, it's, really, it's really easy to get pushed down, say, a rabbit hole. Now, the left tries claiming that YouTube does it. It, it, isn't, it doesn't really. That's not true. Facebook might through shares, though they've been changing their algorithm. It really just happens. If someone sends you a video and you see a dude lobbing an explosive at a building, you go, whoa, that guy just threw an explosive at that building. What happened? And then you're like, but the news isn't talking about it. So I've literally gotten emails from people where they're saying things like, I turn on the news in, uh, you know, uh, in Europe, and they're showing all of these peaceful marches and protests. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're seeing, you know, gas masks and like camo gear guys shooting at people. Right. 
and you're like, wait, 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 whoa, 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 how did, how did, how did we get here? Yeah, wait, they're they're missing a huge chunk of time there. What? They don't show it. Do people even question that though? I would question it. Like, how did? Well, like, what spawned them from to do that? Because there's got to be a reason, and there was, but they don't show that. It's they crazy. just they, they they try and make it seem like peaceful demonstrators were attacked viciously by Trump's secret police today. I mean, even even my friend in Portland who hit me up saying like, "How can you how can you be okay with this?" Like, I live in Portland and it's fine. Like, I'm not seeing anything. Like, I go outside, everything's normal, nothing's happening. So how are you going to tell me I live in Portland and there's no there's nothing? That's like I'm watching the the live streams of the people standing outside the courthouse trying to burn the courthouse down like what do you mean how can i see it how can't you see it yeah. go to the courthouse and call me when you get there it's because they're, they're the, there's a person the person sitting in the guillotine saying i don't care about politics still haven't heard back that was like a week and a half ago huh. well i'll tell you what. <laughs> what what's what's the old poem first they came for communists and i didn't speak up and they came for trade unionists and i didn't speak up yep take a look at this here article this oh. is from Bloomberg City Lab. Speaking of Bloomberg. Dozens of city governments declare racism a public health crisis. Okay, that literally means nothing, but sure. More than 50 city declarations put racism's health impacts on par with disease and addiction. Health organizations and school districts are adopting them too. Do you know what the cure for racism is? Stop talking about it. No, 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 no. I mean, like, stop, call, for stop them. calling people by their their race. Just calling them a person. Mm-mm, no, 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 no. I'm talking about it's a public health crisis, Adam. The government has said so. That doesn't how, mean you don't how believe do you, them. How do you think they will seek to cure this public health crisis? I don't know. Where where is this anyway? Fifty, 50 different cities, and this is from the 13th. So it's ignoring the fact that Colorado State has already pushed forward the declaration itself, and a bunch of other cities in the meantime. Oh and this, and about 10 or 12 percent of the CDC has signed a document demanding the CDC declare a uh, racism a public health emergency in this country. Heaven help us. Nationwide. Let me guess. Biden will save us all from it? No. Biden's for it. No. I know he's for it. That's, that's <laughs> what I, my oh, point is, right. Tim. Come on. Yes. I thought you meant save us like, like the, in, in the honest sense of what saving <laughs> us means. Not from their perspective. Yeah. So this is what, this is what you're going to get. So your friend... Who says, like, I don't, know, I don't know what you're talking about. I'll tell you what. There's going to be some dude who shows up in a pink, you know, shirt that says community police. And they're going to knock on your door. And they're going to say, we heard you last night playing rap music. You're under arrest. You have to come with us. And they're going to be alive. Under arrest? How can they arrest anyone? What, what do you mean? Morality policing. I know, but who's going to... They don't have authority to arrest people. Is that... What? They're going to have authority to do that? The new police, yes. So, so they're going to they're gonna think that they can take somebody against their will? You think someone who doesn't want to get taken is going to allow that to happen? I absolutely... No. I do. Case in point, the McCloskeys who handed over their guns illegal when the police illegally seized them. Yes, when the state authorities show up at their door and say... Mm, you culturally appropriated, and that's a violation of the law. Look, if they can get the city council to vote to abolish the police, they're going to do a whole bunch of crazy things. That, that's a bad example, dude. What is? The McClowskis were law-abiding citizens. 
They even knew that those guns weren't fire firing. Right. They, they couldn't be fired. And so, so, they, so you're you're giving an example of a law-abiding citizens. Well, of course they're going to go along with it. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about the people that are actually doing crimes that don't care. I just said that, a person's at their house playing rap music. Okay. And a guy shows up in a pink shirt and says, you're under arrest for yeah. cultural appropriation. Yeah. Well, t- who who knows the type of person? I mean, anyone can listen to rap music. I listen to rap music. The point but I'm making. there's people that, that won't care who shows up. They'll be like, get out of here. F off. If the McCloskey's the door. who donate to Republicans and show up on their porches with with an, with a with a with a rifle uh-huh. pointing, you know, and, and and the and the wife with the handgun, if they're willing to do that and they're still willing to turn over their weapons to an illegal demand, if the Atlas gym owners who are saying you can't force us are still willing to get in the police vehicle with the cops and be more arrested. Law, law, more law-abiding citizens. And the guy playing rap music is also a law-abiding citizen. And when the con- unconstitutional edicts come down okay. and racism is a public health crisis, and just like COVID, they can unconstitutionally lock down your business and arrest you, they're going to say, to cure racism, we must end white supremacy. You can't play this music. And then they show up and say, you're under arrest. And the people will say, okay. They've been doing it. Why would they stop? The only evidence we have right now, based on everything that's happened, is that people will absolutely agree to all of the unconstitutional edicts laid before them. Right now, the World Economic Forum has announced the new program to be implemented will take your blood. I'm not, I'm not making this up. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm not going to give them my blood. And guess how many people will? A lot. If, if, the World Health, if, if the World Economic Forum can straight come out and say, if you would like to go to arenas and go to the movies and travel, you must go to a lab and give them your blood, and they will, they will then give you a mobile app which will confirm you're free to travel. And that's in the public, certified NewsGuard, confirmed from the World Economic Forum. And there's no rioting over this? I don't think people care. If a, if I don't a, know about it. Like, no one knows about that. I didn't hear about that until you just told me. Well, now they do. Well, you, I'm, you, I'm about to riot, dude. So That's ridiculous. Come, so no how, one's going to take my blood and tell me I can't go travel because they have to analyze my blood. Bro, they shut down your passport already. You've done. Well, then I'm going to leave this country then if that's the case. Why you, would I want to be in this country? You can't. Your passport's been voided. You can't mm. travel anywhere anymore, dude. Well, it it's sounds like it's time happened. for us to riot because this is ridiculous. The, Bro, left, the left gets to riot. So if, if they get to riot because of this stuff, why? I mean, I'm, this is insane. Like, I, I, I'm starting to get really. I was already mad. When now, they arrest, so you're the guy, telling me that that's what the that's what their new plan is? Then we we need to 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 start freaking protesting, and, yes. and riot, man! I'm down. Let's do this. Not riot. Well, whatever. Riots it's, don't work. Well, it seems like they're it's legal. Legal, legally, they're getting things done. We've been talking about. You've been talking the about riots, right now. Your point right the riots now backfired. Is, but, and but it's Donald proving. Trump. Look at this. This is this is because they're rioting and, no, and it's getting not. into the, the system. No, it's the riots helped Donald Trump. That's why they panicked and backed off immediately. Okay. Donald Trump sent out police and people started supporting him. Peaceful protests do work. People standing up and linking arms around statues does work. Coming out and saying I won't stand for this works. Telling your boss you won't stand for it works. All right. People doing everything they can. All right, so, if that's the case, then let's get this. Tell them it's not going to work. They're not going to take our blood. Let's fight this. Everybody needs to fight this. We got 40,000 people here. If you, if you want your blood taken and, and have them analyze it and allow you to go to the movies, allow you to travel, shut down your passport because you haven't given your blood, if that's not ridiculous you to go. you, then let it happen. Pull it up. 
World Economic Forum. Let me just make sure you see this. NewsGuard certified. This website adheres to basic standards of credibility and transparency. Transparency, 82.5 out of 100. Could this COVID-19 health passport be the future of travel and events? And here's the machines that actually do it. You're given your phone, you get a QR code, and they say straight up, that let, let me let me see where it is. They say specifically blood tests. Boom. This is from the United Nations. This is not America. It's I the see world, it right there. It's the World Economic Forum. Okay. Yes. And they're doing this around the world. This is what they're calling for right now. COVID pass, the brainchild of the World Economic Forum's young global leaders, Mustafa Mokas. It also involves YGLs across five continents, including Muna, Abu Salaman, and Peggy Liu. COVID pass uses blockchain technology to store encrypted data from individual blood tests, allowing users to prove they've tested negative for COVID-19. So will that come to the United States? Maybe not. But it also means our passports don't work anymore and we can't go anywhere. There's like, what are there, like four countries we can travel to now? I don't know. Yeah, there's like four. That's that's insane. If you don't have a passport, what are you, how are you supposed to leave the U.S.? You can't. That's right, the point. Right. You can't, you can't go anywhere Jacket. anymore. So... There's there's a small I think we we can go to Turkey, Mexico and a couple other countries. Not even but Canada, right? There was a private jet full of ultra wealthy people that tried flying to uh, Europe and got turned away and had to fly somewhere else. Yeah, we can't go to Canada either. Holy cow. And guess what the rich people are going to do? They're going to buy a St. Kitts and Nevis passport for $50,000 and then go wherever they want. They're going to buy citizenship because you can. It's called economic citizenship. Right. You got a rich person, got half a million bucks. You drop that in a bank account in some country. Boom, you're a citizen. You can go wherever you want. Jeez, dude. Now, they'll probably want your blood, I guess, because that's what the World Economic Forum is talking about. But let me go back to this, this, this point about all of the racism as a public health crisis. Listen, if they're telling us straight up what, what whiteness is and white supremacy and it's a public health crisis. Hey, the same as COVID. And they violated the Constitution to arrest business owners in New Jersey, in Texas, and Ohio, and Michigan. And this was months ago, they arrested the patron of a gym in New Jersey. And there has been, there have been some back the blue protests, but there hasn't been widespread outrage in terms of, you know, on par with what we've seen from Black Lives Matter. In fact, the left doesn't seem to care all of this is going on. So I'll tell you what I'm seeing. We have seen absolutely zero evidence to suggest that. Well, I, I, I take that back. I would say we have seen a tiny, tiny morsel to suggest that people will resist unconstitutional edict. And in this, the police will absolutely adhere to their orders over the Constitution. The two guys at Atlas Gym who said no, these are people. This is evidence to suggest some people will stand up and remain defiant. Someone sent me a. Um some a law that was put into place a long time ago i think in like 1986 or something and it it allows the president to take control of um and and basically turn all the police force into a i don't remember the exact words something about a posse something so he he can actually take control of them all theoretically under directive 51 as well well. but it, it was before directive 51 even came into into place so he can enact that and and enact the other thing so it's like if they're going to follow their orders, technically it would be following the orders if the president ordered them to do something. If he if he actually would do it. I know. So listen, the point I'm making is if all of these cities and states, Colorado now, are saying racism is a public health crisis, well, cultural appropriation is racist. So yeah, white man playing rap music, they'll come to your house and tell you to stop. You can't do that. 
They'll, 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 they'll come to your job and say, no more schedules allowed. Other ridiculous nonsense. Who knows how, how absurd and insane they'll get. But we all saw what happened with Evergreen and Brett Weinstein. They, they, they shut everything down. They, they locked the administrators in their rooms. They wouldn't let them go to the bathroom. And when the guy was talking and he was waving his hands, they said, stop waving at your hands. It's racist. And when he did, they all laughed at him. It's, a, it's the rise of authoritarianism. And they are using this to push it through. And all of these people are cheering for it in massive protests. And the silent majority is crossing their fingers that voting for Trump will fix it. Maybe, maybe. But these cities are doing this right now. And the progressives have already said, do whatever you want. Even if we lose, we are here forever. That's what some of these, they were tweeting it earlier. A bunch of progressives were like, we're here to stay. It's not going away. So I wonder about these cities where these declarations were put into effect. I wonder about these specific instances. But more importantly, I wonder about when Andrew Cuomo put sick people into nursing homes, killing, and I mean this quite literally, killing. He personally killed 6,500 people. Were there riots? Nope. Now, when a guy in Ferguson Which blows me away, tried I, to steal I tell it. that to people and they don't even believe me. They're, they're, they, they get upset because actually someone completely blocked me because I just simply said that because I was talking about the numbers and I'm like, well, what about the fact that he killed thousands of people? And then I didn't even get a response. I just got I just got blocked. It's like, oh, wow. OK, you just want to live in that blindness. And considering there are people who don't believe it, I pulled up the source. ProPublica is, is a left-wing publication, okay? Yep. They probably would say there's legitimate journalism. They say, the Cuomo administration hasn't said which nursing homes were infected with COVID-19 after its order sent positive patients into them. Dozens of New York nursing homes didn't see their first COVID case until sick patients were sent there, many under Andrew Cuomo's state policy to date. 6% of the state's nursing home population, roughly, roughly 6,500 residents, have died. That's Cuomo. He did that. Yes, he did. He's and got, his blood, approval, and he's his got approval, blood on his hands. What's his approval rating at right now? It was at 60% last time oh, I checked. Yeah. Wonderful. His, his approval rating is at 60%. Because no one's great. talking about this, though. The mainstream media is, is not, up. they're not talking about that. Yep. So I have to wonder, though, is it, if, if people aren't standing up over all of these things we've just talked about, is the message actually reaching a silent majority? Or is the silent majority silent because they're, don't know because the meat because there's no yeah maybe in which case they're not going to vote for trump well you know what i'm going to take this time to ask all of you to tell speak up talk about all this stuff to everybody you know because this is this we're losing our freedoms right now they're single-handedly taking all of our freedoms away just keep taking plucking them away one by one just gone 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 so unless you want to live with no freedoms you get you better start standing up for yourselves talking it's it's it's, it's I, I, a lot of people are coming up to me and, and saying that they're speaking up and it's awesome and I, I love it I love it so much it's that's what I want to see that's what we need to do we need to speak up and 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 fight this because they're they're doing it in front of our eyes and we're just sitting there like they're not gonna do they're not gonna make it worse are they they're not gonna make it well nope they just made it worse yep racism is uh, cultural appropriations now illegal great awesome check this out Bloomberg says. Among the causes for the declaration, as stated in the resolution, a quote, a failure by any of our citizens to acknowledge the prevalence of racism in our community and join in the fight to eradicate its effects on the majority of our residents is an unwelcome option. That's what? Memphis. What does that mean? Okay. So this is like what Joe Jorgensen was talking about when she gave that libertarian tweet about 
being anti-racist. This is not passively not being racist. This is actively taking the steps that they want you to take. This is just authoritarianism. Join the cult. 100%. Seriously. The, The Libertarian Party candidate told people what they must do. We, uh, we, at, when, yeah. when, when the churches are, are shutting down, when the Supreme Court straight up said, we will infringe upon your right to freedom uh, of religion. Yep. Where were the religious folk? Unless it's where them. Where was anybody? You know, did you see, you know, the, the funeral that went on the other day? It was messed up. Yep, that's right. They were sitting right next to each other. No masks. Pa- packed the whole place in. And Obama was like, we, we we can't have these big open events, or, or we can't have these big events with people all close to each other. Wink, wink. Right. They had a funeral. They had a funeral. It was for John Lewis, right? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, rest in peace, my respects. Yet they had a funeral where they were all sitting next to each other, and they flaunt it. They are the cultural authority. Yeah. And it's as simple as the far left will go up, they'll go out, they'll protest, and no one else will. Now, now, to be fair, I'm exaggerating a bit. There are back the blue protests that go outside, and there there have been many across this country, but they're 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 not nearly as big as Black Lives Matter was. Yep, Black Lives Matter is more popular, according to various polls, than both political parties right now. And we've we've seen high profile leaders of the organization say that they should form their own political party because they'd win. They probably would. Yep. And then look at Herman Cain. They're just trying to 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 make it seem like he went to a Trump event and got COVID. Well, newsflash, he was tested before and after going to that and didn't have it. So he didn't get it there. He was also fighting cancer for a long, for over two years. You know, it's like, uh, sure, he did. He caught it. Sure. Okay. And, and happened to die. But he was, his body wasn't 100%. Stage four cancer. Yeah. You know, it's like, and they're just, they're politicizing his death because he was not on their side. He wasn't one of their their uh soldier so they're not propping him up at all when he was an awesome man disgusting who was it who uh denied was it de blasio denied the blue lives matter mural yeah they are flaunting their violations of the constitution yes they are straight up flaunting it yep if it it has gotten so extreme in the past several months this year where these people violent authoritarians engaging in repressive violent behavior empowering their cronies, painting their messages in the streets, and denying equality to others while simultaneously trying to revoke civil rights legislation, at least in California, which it'll it'll come next to the federal government, I assure you, and it'll it'll come under the guise of probably like trans rights, I'd imagine, something to that effect. What they're doing in California is under the guise of affirmative action. They want to hire based on race. They're stripping away our rights, and they've already been taking them away. It's, 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 it's freedoms, sure, but it's our civil rights. Our right to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness is gone. Under COVID, it is gone, 100%. Yep, yep. seems like it. The, these governors are crushing industry, crushing businesses, and there you go. And what do we get? Internationally, they are calling for, quite literally, our blood. Yeah, you're right. Well. They're calling for our blood. Mm. Nope. Isn't it against some religions? It is, yeah. Yeah, it's like, how are they going to get around that? Well, you can't accept blood. I'm not sure if you can not give it. No, there's some religions where you can't get your, you can't pierce your own skin at all. Mm. Like, that's against people's religion. Well, I don't think The freedoms are being taken away right in front of our eyes. Yeah, dude. 
It's like people people are like, well, why don't you run for office? It's like I'm sitting here talking about this. I'm telling you guys. I'm I I yeah. Some people say I get emotional, but I, I you should be too. You should be mad. This is insane. It's happening right in front of our eyes. And if you're not mad, then what is wrong with you? We all are. Why are you laughing? It's not even funny. If you're not mad, you're not paying attention. Thank you. That's the saying. That's why I laugh because it's true. 100%. You should be mad about this. This should be something that you care about. And I don't think people care about it anymore because I think life is too easy. Honestly. I don't know how else to put it. We've been really lucky. This is what our parents fought for and we should be grateful. But at the same time, why are we just going to let it go away? Honestly. Is this really what we want? If you I care about your kids and you should do something. I can't find the travel map. I was trying to find the travel map that they've been sharing. I can't remember which source it was. But it's a map of the earth. And it's like the countries in blue are where you can travel to as an American. And there's like four countries. So I was talking to my friend in Ukraine because before, you know, at the end of last year, I had actually went and hung out with her in in Mexico. And I was like, man, isn't it so great to have an American passport? Like it's 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 so difficult for people from other countries to travel. Even even for for her to go to Mexico, it's like you've got to get an application or whatever. Mm -hmm. But they have like a new treaty. And then here I am with this golden ticket. I can fly wherever I want. And now, eight, nine months later, you can't go anywhere. It's, it's, it's like they're basically telling us we have to fall in line with, their, with what they want or else. Conveniently, right as Donald Trump is running for re-election, it's just, you know, how fortunate or, or unfortunate, to be honest, because it may result in, a, in, in such a massive backlash that Trump wins in a, in a ridiculous landslide. I, I think that's going to happen. Definitely. But what's crazy about this today compared to the other landslides is that the whole world is involved with COVID, the, the entire planet. I mean, I guess except Sweden, which kind of never did anything, you know. And their their deaths are dropping. Yep. And their cases caseloads are dropping. Yeah, I was encouraged. I don't know. Mm -hmm. All I know is since the start of this, it's been lie after lie. There's a really funny post going viral on Reddit right now. Where it's, uh, you, do you know the uh, the subreddit Am I the A Hole? I don't, I don't read it. There's a very popular subreddit called Am I the A Hole, where yeah. somebody, you know, they use the real swear, the the real uh, swear. But basically, what you do is you say, Hey, today, you know, my girlfriend made me pancakes and I didn't eat them because I had a stomach ache and now she's upset. Am I the A Hole? It's like that's how it works. Typically, the stories are a bit more complicated than that, hmm. where they'll say something like. I bought tickets to an island vacation without consulting my wife. It was a surprise. Then it turns out she really hates, you know, this, you know, islands and she's upset. Am I the a-hole? And one of them was, it said, I made my kid wear a mask to school, even though the school mandated he not be allowed to wear it. Am I the a-hole? And they all said, yes. Why are you teaching your kid to be paranoid? Why are you telling your kid to wear masks? Don't you know wearing masks is wrong? You're so dumb. And it was from four months ago. Wow. Yeah, four months ago, they said you're an a-hole if you wear a mask. Wow. They, you're an a-hole if you don't. And what are we seeing? You know what, man? There was a guy eating lunch with his wife, and they had masks. They took them off to eat their food, and the lady got mad, and she sprayed them. There was another story of a guy who was, he took off his mask to eat, I think, a banana, and some guy start, uh, splashed him in the face with coffee, so he punched the other guy in the face. Like, all over masks. So since the beginning of this, we've seen a violation of our rights. Businesses have been illegally shut down. People have been arrested for running their businesses. And that's it. Carry on. It's like, is the world ending or something? Is the simulation over? 
is the meteor, the aliens going to be here? And like, we got to, they're like, quick, everybody put on your best uniform. Everybody get in line because the aliens are going to land. I have no idea what's going on, but I'll tell you this. No, it's simple, Tim. They need to get Trump out of office so they don't all go to jail. <laughs> I think you're right. That is the simple right. solution, man. I'm dead serious. That's, that's all it is. We're going to go to jail unless we... Uh, no, not us. The people that are making this all happen. That's what I mean. That's what they're saying. Yep. They're like, uh-oh, what do we do? We're, we're getting called out. We're, we need this to all to go away. Trump, Trump is not doing it because he's after us. And yeah, they're, uh, they're scared. And they should be because Trump's going to win. And they're going to go to jail. I believe. Yeah, it. but don't you think? Right. Don't you think they'd go a bit above and beyond cheating? Uh, what do you think twenty twenty is, dude? It's the cheat year. Yeah, this is. Uh, is this not above and beyond, Tim? That's All right, to me. So, so here's the big question then: If November fourth rolls around, and they say Joe Biden won, what do you do? Let's say it's like. Voting went off without a hitch. Joe Biden wins in a landslide. Donald Trump says, I lost everybody. Joe Biden immediately comes out and says, the Durham investigation is over, done. On the 20th, the day I'm inaugurated, I am putting an end to all of this. All of Trump's policies erased. Uh, you know what I'm going to do if that's the case? Crack open some whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I can do. You know what I would do? You know what I would do? What would you do? I would get out my little ballot at the next election and I would vote someone's butt into office who would help hold him accountable. That would I'd, be the only thing I could do. I couldn't condone rioting. Everything would be gone. Oh, no, rioting doesn't work. That's right. the issue. Right. Everything would be gone. Any any evidence that that's yep. there is gone if if he gets into public. If that that's come on. You know what I think, man? They didn't think Trump was going to win, so they didn't clean shop, clean up house. You know I know, I, mean? I know. So they were like, I'm imagining, you know, Obama doing the Obamagate stuff with Biden and Michael Flynn. And they're like, or, you know, before this, before Trump actually won, should we, uh, should we burn these documents? No, Trump can't win. It's fine. Then Trump wins. And they're like, oh, geez. They had an insurance policy. Yeah, they did. Peter Strzok and Lisa mm -hmm. Page. FBI agents talking about their insurance policy to stop Trump from winning. Yep. And then we straight up saying, don't worry, he's not going to let him win. We, got we won't let him. Yep. That's that's on the and, record. And she was what did she say? Like, thank God or something. I don't, I don't know something exactly like that. that, but that's she did say that we're not going to get hired. Win. Didn't she get hired by MSNBC? She is a commentator now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So so is McCabe. So I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm not 100 percent convinced that all of this goes away if Trump wins. I just know that Joe Biden can't. I, I He can't win. Nope. Now, I mean, it's, and it's beyond all of this insanity that's been happening around the country. It's the fact that if you remove all of that from the equation, you've got a creepy dude who gropes little girls who falls asleep on TV. Okay. Who in their right mind would vote for this man? I have no idea. I don't understand the people. Then you add all not, not to mention his, his history of bills that he's put up and, and the racist stuff. Like, he's literally racist. Like did, did you hear what he all said All of the, the different... Oh, goodness. Another thing. Great. What? About how people can't distinct... Like he basically said all Asians look the same. Oh, my gosh. And, and I, I said, hey, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa. That's not true, man. Well, in this instance, you're just white <laughs> in, in this instance. Right, of right? course. Because you ain't black. The, the fact that he would say something as insanely racist as he basically said that when Trump criticizes China, it's racist because the average person can't tell the difference Ooh. in his mind. That's ridiculous. Between like someone from South Korea or China. Yes. And that's one of the one of the most insane things. It's, it's like the dudes never actually traveled or met any of these people. 
but he actually says this, and they're like, "That's right, Joe." Like, why would you agree with this man? That's not true. I don't. I don't understand anyone that supports that guy. Yep. They anyone so, that supports him, all I can think is, "Oh, you're you're misinformed." Oh, cute. Oh, that's sad. Mm. That's where I'm at right now. You know what I hear from people on the left when they're like. When I talk about the guy throwing the explosive, for instance, mm-hmm. they're like, Tim's lying. He won't talk about the peaceful protests. And I was like, there was a peaceful protest, and then a bunch of people started throwing explosives. <laughs> so that's the story, right? What do you want me to say? You, you, want me to, you want me to lie and remove the explosives part? Yes, they do. That's yep. They literally do. Yep. During Occupy Wall Street, I would film anything, cop, protester, or otherwise. I just filmed what was going on. I actually had them physically threaten me. Wow. That I needed to stop filming them or else. The reason that they, they, they tried taking a light approach was because I was getting a ton of attention for them. So long as it was beneficial, they were happy. Recently, I had this Antifa guy tell me that back in the day when we used to talk about the rights of freedom of expression, liberalism, free speech, etc., they were using me. They knew that as long as I was hanging out with them and was friends with them, people were more likely to see a positive view of them. And the moment that, you know, that camp broke up and I left, I was absolutely their enemy. So during Occupy, many of them physically attacked me. This is what I love the most. When people comment on my post and they're like, tisk tisk Tim, condemning the activists. What happened to you since Occupy? And I'm like, did you not remember that during Occupy Wall Street, the, 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 the Antifa type, we called them, we just called them Black Block, were physically attacking me like on numerous occasions. Like, there's video of it because I filmed them breaking the law and I yelled, I will film you breaking the law and you can't do anything about it. They've never liked me because I've always been about transparency and accountability. Well, they don't want that for themselves. Funny that. We should read Super Chats. Yes. Yes, we should. Let's see. Joshua Kitchen says, read Craig Carter comment on civil forfeiture. That That is a good topic, too. Yes, absolutely. David Arnold says, I live in Kotzebue, Alaska, population 3,000. I agree. Get the hell out of the cities. It's awesome being in a small, tight community. Love your show, guys. And Adam, keep fighting for hope. And also... I won't stop. Thank you for that. Don't, don't stop fighting uh, that smash button. You just got <clears> to <throat> smash that like button. I won't. Thank That's you. a smash button. No, you know, I'm just going to say, yeah. someone actually sent me these, these glasses. Those are neat. These are actually uh, like a really quality uh whiskey glass it's the uh glen cairn glass and i this is a crazy story i actually went and bought four like a pack myself and then i got home and i got it in the mail some so that same day that i went and bought myself these exact glasses i bought like these glasses they were in the mail from somebody if you're out there thank you very much i returned the ones that i bought because you supplied them to me so thank you very much cheers great story man i love it sweet and also subscribe if you haven't. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor at Timcast. You can follow at Adam Krigler in the uh, same places. And you can follow at Sour Patch Lids, L-Y-D-S, on a Twitter and Parlor. And again, subscribe if you haven't already. We do the show Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. And after the show at 10 p.m., we're going to do a jam session led by Adam. He'll play some tunes. I got I, a new guitar. I'm, I'm, I might not play. We'll see what happens. But I'm, nope. leaning, I'm leaning towards playing. We'll see what yeah, happens. We'll play. see. We got a super chat here from Raymond Fry. He says, first time donating. I am a combat vet, 25th ID. For, uh, I don't know how to say this properly. One to 27 infantry regiment. I have been depressed lately because of the upcoming election. Yet Adam's coming to see the other side is hopeful. Also, Rasmussen has him at 50 to 48. I just hope more people wake up. That's right. Rasmussen has Trump. 
at 50% approval to 48 disapproval. I love it when all of these lefties come out and start laughing, saying Rasmussen's wrong. Except for the fact that Rasmussen had, uh, I think, hit the nail on the head in 2016. Yep. And the other polls were wrong. Yep. Rasmussen was, was actually one of the most accurate. Now, they could be wrong. It's true. But Nah, Trump's going to win. Trump 2020. All right, man. Well, Joshua Kitchen says Unity 2020. Is it but, the Kanye West ticket? Tic- tic- no, I'm kidding. The, I'm, I know, the, I know. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a pipe dream. Trump, Trump's going to win. Trump 2020. Commander 232 says, Adam, I am with you. I, as a person in the FPS branch of the DHS, am doing everything I can. But Tim, I do have to say, if all options end up failing, I'm willing to take up arms to defend the Constitution. I won't stand for this. I sadly have lost all morality towards these people. I'm spinning well, the UFO for you, sir. Be careful yeah. when fighting monsters, yes, yet, lest ye become one. Mm-hmm. But for thank when you. you gaze into the abyss, the abyss gazes back. Thank you. I really appreciate you. Reveresco Animo says, fight for freedom, yes. U.S. 2020 U.S. Yes, fight for America. That's what it feels like we're fighting for. Stephen Vayweg says, if they arrest white people for rap, wouldn't they also arrest people, arrest people for rock and roll because it's based on the blues? Theoretically, yes. Absolutely. 100%. Because no, nothing's going to be legal. I, I had a conversation with someone like a long time ago about rock and roll. And someone told me that it was stolen culture from you know the black community or whatever. And I was like, oh, like explain that. What does that mean? And they were like, it came from blues. And I was like, and where did blues come from? Did they have an answer for you? I was like, who, who created stringed instruments? I was like, dude, the point is we share cultures. I don't care where it came from. The fact we're all is, humans. We, we all, all sh- bleed the same color. Yep. It's cultural appreciation. It crisscrosses back and forth all the way. Mark G says, you see, Tim, I can no longer sit back and allow leftist infiltration and indoctrination to sap and impurify all of our precious bodily fluids. Dr. Strange Beanie, or how Tim cast blackpilled Adam in 100 episodes. Also, you got to fight for your rights. (laughs) I'm not blackpilled. That's when you succumb to the the stuff and get get pessimistic and think life's over. I think blackpill is well beyond that. And people need to separate the distinction between the reality and defeatism. Right. And so this isn't defeatism. This is me literally telling people to stand up now. Yeah. That people need to, to, to first of all, go out and vote. We need people to speak up. That's as, as simple as it is. But I got to tell you what, man, the odds are staggering, it would seem. Or maybe the news is just fake. We'll uh, see what yeah, happens. Maybe both. I'll tell you what. They, they rag on Trump for, for him asking the question about delaying the election. Mail-in voting literally is delaying the election. I'm not even exaggerating. Well, I think, I, honestly, I think he did that as, a, as a, a move to for them to be like, we can't do this. And then he's like, good, that's what I wanted. I don't want to delay the election. Now that they've decried it, he can say, due to mail-in voting, the election is being delayed. What should we do? And then people are going to be like, uh. Right. NPR said it will be the election month. Or how Gavin Newsom, when the USPS was like, we might not be able to survive. We might have to close down. And he's like, this is not Okay. Like, oh, to the post office. To the post yeah. office. Yeah. It's like, hmm. Well, if the economy stays shut, they're going to go under. And if you, you know, you can either op- you can open up the economy. Hmm? Why not try that? Yeah. Lady Phoenix Gray says our rights are being taken. Our rights aren't being taken. Most people are willingly giving them away at this point for some semblance of safety. Our founding fathers and better minds who came before warned of this. Folks need to be educated, locked and loaded, and ready for what comes next. Yeah, and, yeah, and, get and out people of the are taking it. The, the people, the powers that be are taking advantage of that. That's why. They're taking advantage of that, that good nature that, that is most Americans. Yep. I think ultimately right now we've got an election coming up. People need to peacefully protest. 
a lot of the talk about lock and loaded and stuff is just too too far beyond for me. I th- it's like, listen, man, you see what happens in Seattle when people get violent. Trump started winning. His approval rating started going back up because violent riots started waking people up to exactly what was going on, scaring them. But as long as they were peacefully protesting, Trump's approval rating was going down. We saw the scientific research. If you peacefully protest, if you speak up and you get loud enough and you come across as calm, professional, caring. Martin Luther King, you win. baby. Exactly. That's a, why that I always a, tell that people. That was a boss right there. I would always try to argue with the people who were calling for violence or, you know, saying things like getting armed and stuff like that in, in, in the sense of like conflict. I don't mean in like personal safety that if you if you adopt the tactics of your enemy, you are not creating a better world and you're you are not defending a, a better world. You are creating literally what they want you to a violent world. Yep. So that's why it's it's very difficult to fight for liberty and freedom because cheaters Cheaters can win, you know. They have, a, they have a huge advantage in their willingness to cheat yep. that we don't have trying to be peaceful. I'm fighting off a sneeze, by the way. It happens. Carson Pettijohn says, this reminds me of the pride cycle. One, righteousness and prosperity. Two, pride and wickedness. Three, destruction and suffering. Four, humility and repentance. We are currently in step two. I hope we are ready for step three. Let us jump back to the super chats here. And April, May, June says, if this passes, we should take a bet on how quickly all of the businesses close. I'm willing, I'm going with one week. And that's a reference to Seattle's police yeah. being abolished. Mm-hmm. Good. Mitchie says human beings are inherently good and evil. Interesting. Okay. The Scott says, hey, Adam, if people are generally good, why do year old babies need to be taught not to just take whatever they want from other babies? People are inherently selfish and we learn how to work towards shared selfish goals. Okay. Interesting. Alicia Dupuy, city of Midland, Ontario, ended local PD. OPP took over. Would country or state police just take over jurisdiction of Seattle? Probably. Yeah, I think so. Interesting. Hold on. Hold on. Go back to that was a question to me and I was just uh, pondering it for a second. I've seen babies give away their toys. I've got 40 cousins. Huge family. I've got lots of kids that I've that I've helped raise myself. Like I've I've seen kids give their candy to others when they're crying. So it's like, that's a great example. But how about the rest of them? So it's like, for every one person you're telling me that took took some toy from someone else, I've seen another kid walk over and give a, their toy to that same kid that's now crying because their toy was stolen. You know? So it's like, anyone can be evil. Anyone can be good. And, and, and it depends on the person that they're interacting with, too. Any any environment, every single situation is different. We can't, you know, this is, this is the issue. Everyone keeps narrowing it down to one thing, one issue. When every issue is is a complex puzzle that we all, we have to take five, ten steps back to get a good view of it all. Yeah. Villain Music Dude says, There is a leftist cartoon online about a police officer holding up the community's problems and the weight is crazy. The next scene shows a bunch of social housing, mental health, and wealth redistribution programs. Uh, then he says, and all of a sudden, magically, the weight is off his shoulders. It's so utopian, yet I see so many people share it. Organized criminals have homes, health care, and all the money they need. Doesn't stop them from doing crime. Exactly. So the comic is a cop. He's holding a bunch of rocks. And the rocks say things like health care crisis and housing crisis or whatever. And then when a bunch of social workers show up, the cops standing there all happy holding up law and order on his shoulder or whatever, mm-hmm. not realizing that all of these things are interconnected, you know, and that's part of the issue. 
Let's see, where are we at? Mitomen says, who elected the media? Asks Yuri Bezmanov. On YouTube, you can elect the media. That's why it needs to be censored. You guys in the US are fighting a culture war and the whole world is watching. Props from Hungary. Thank you. Yeah. Mr. Obiwan says, not voting is still a choice. In our society, it's our responsibility to be aware of the politics on the local, state, and federal level. If you don't vote, it doesn't mean you're not partially responsible when things go crazy. And that's why I pulled up that comic of the guy in the guillotine saying, I don't care for politics. Well, you know, that's fine, but... We all need to care about politics. Crichton says, seven of the nine Seattle Council spots were on the ballot last November. I heard it reported that only 30% of registered Seattle voters participated. If that is accurate, the voters created their own monster. And it may be that come the next election, there is a landslide which purges all of these officials. Let's do it. Hopefully. Cloud G says, Seaside Heights, New Jersey had a pro-Trump stand with police watching over it. There were a lot of people shopping, buying Trump 2020 hats. I've yet to see any pro-Biden shops or yard signs in New Jersey. Has anyone seen a real Biden sign? Uh, One person found one in somewhere in Florida. They sent it to me. They were like, it's true. I've seen it. It's the real thing. And it was, you know, it was a legitimate Biden sign. So one, I've seen one Biden sign. I've seen with my own eyes countless Trump signs. Yep. Throughout our own neighborhood, driving down the street. So, so, so listen, we're, we're in a deep blue district. Yes, we are. And not too far away, someone's flying a Blue Lives Matter sign openly in front of their house, literally within a few blocks. Yep. And it's, it's also, but it's also got the law enforcement and federal, it's got federal law enforcement, police, and military. It's the one with the multiple colors on it. It's like yeah. green, orange, and blue, I think. People aren't working. They're literally watching what's going on. They're seeing the craziness. They're watching the president. What's, what's, what's the Thomas Sowell quote? Which, I, like most people, have never met a pollster or something like that. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Something like that? Yeah. What, what was that? Could you look that up? I'll look it up for you. Yeah, the, the exact quote was like a funny point Thomas Sowell men- mm. mentioned. Forrest Horlocker says, first time... Catching the live show, you guys and gal rock. Keep up the good work. Spin it. Thank you. I will, it shall I be will done. spin it. Yes. The UFO shall be spun. <laughs> Gareth Green says, an anarchist drug dealer friend recently asked me how I could call myself a libertarian if I'm not happy to see a federal courthouse burn. Because my understanding of big L libertarian is some government, not yeah. no government. Unless you're an anarcho-capitalist, in which case you're like, no government. The invisible hand shall guide us. And then our, ocean, our, our river burst into flames. Literally. Raymond Fry says, first time donating. Oh, I read that one. Sorry. Tim H. says, a rifle behind every blade of grass and blue helmets make good targets. I don't know what that means, but please no violence. I think it has something to the UN coming in. Oh, no. They're, ah. they're white helmets. I don't know. Maybe they're blue. PJ Madigan says, okay, it's really time to get organized and start standing up everyone. They will enact laws that will go against everything you believe in very soon. This is a now or never moment. Who is going to stand and fight and where? Thank you. And yes, definitely. Again, the election is the, the most important thing. Uh, yeah, but then you call these same people out for just doing nothing and waiting for the election. How, how can you just sit there and say that? With the election's a in a few months. Yeah, I know, but and now come on, man. And now we need super majorities. And then you hold the politicians accountable to go and pass a bunch of reforms and knock all this stuff out of the park and end it. So, yeah, so so vote. Right. That, you were calling these people out for not doing anything and just sitting there doing nothing, waiting to vote. And now you're just saying that's what they need to do is just vote. 
I just I just find it a little little silly that that's your that you're you're, now. you're you're for some reason just making up that by by me saying get ready to vote I'm I'm saying don't protest anymore. I've literally been telling people to stand up to their bosses and their jobs and call their politicians endlessly. And the big fight coming up is the election. Okay. All right. Gareth Green again says, I'm a rich kid from California and my parents are looking to get their money out of the country and possibly move out of the state, if not the country themselves. Yeah, well, if you have... Uh, if you can leave, right? With your passport, I, yeah. From what I'm finding out, you can't even leave anymore. The New York Times had an article talking about which places you can go to as of now. And it's a bunch of really small, like, Caribbean nations and stuff. But in the past couple of weeks, there's been, yeah, like, countries have said no to Americans. I mean, do you think that's because of COVID? Or do you think that's because America just seems crazy to the, the you know, global scene? Or do you think it has well, something say, to do with... they say it's COVID. All right. Because like all these European countries are like, we got under control and the U.S. doesn't. Yeah. When do we or I don't even know if it's if it's true anymore that we that we have it under control or not. I feel like they're just politicizing it, trying to keep everyone afraid. I don't know, man. They're trying to make it so that the people that that don't wear masks are crazy Trump supporters. And it's like, I wear a mask. I'm a Trump supporter. Like, what are you talking about? It's crazy. There was a tweet from somebody, a resistance guy, one of these like never Trump or whatever. Yeah. Who said something like. If you want things to return to normal, vote for Biden. <laughs> it was something like that. It was like, certainly, if you want things to return to normal, then the, the smartest thing you would do is vote for Biden. That's the, uh, I believe that's called the blue pill. You wake up, you go, go back to work like nothing's happened. You don't know what's really going on. That's what they want. They want the wool pulled back over your eyes so they well, can continue think, doing what they're doing. I think this was actually the... That's pretty accurate. That's, that's th- Biden right there. This was the ultimatum. This was the demand. If you want your life back, get on your knees now yep. and accept it. That's so else. messed up. Where is that from? So it was some Never Trumper guy tweeted it. Now, I think the point he was trying to he was trying to make the point where it's like Biden will fix everything yeah, right. and your lives will be like they used to be. Yeah, but that's remember a, the good that's old a days? threat. What they right. were saying. I mean, to me, it was. Yeah. I mean, to most sane people, that's what that's what it was. Chris, Chris Brown says, hey, guys, I'm a Navy vet and a Christian. I've been listening to you guys every night for a while now. I live in Jacksonville, Florida. If you guys ever need an extra man in the field, I'd love to work for you guys. Spin the Neo Soy Jesus. I will do that for you, sir. The Neo Soy Jesus? I'm guessing that's the uh, UFO. Oh, right. But on. he said Neo. But, but we spin. Wildhead, maybe I'm Neo. I don't know. Who knows? Wildhead Fox says, what do you think of setting a max 20 years in politics at any level? 20 years total to spend as a governor, senator, rep, etc. at any level. Yes. Take care of these, these do-nothing incumbents and stop Sanders like folks who never worked a real job a day in their lives. It's actually a really good point yeah. about term I limits. I love it. I, I want term limits. Get these incumbents that have been sitting there for 50 years doing yeah. nothing, blaming everyone else on, their, on what's actually going on when they're and, the ones not fixing anything. And Bernie Come on. never had a real job. He never has. That's yeah, he's true. only ever done politics. He tried uh, being in a commune and got, got kicked, kicked out. out. Oh, yeah. For being yep. too lazy, right? Is that well, what it was? No, it wasn't for being too lazy. It's because he was talking about uh, socialism with everyone. That's what he did. And they were like, dude, stop. We got to do work the fields. He's like, yeah, but socialism. They're like, get out of here. <laughs> wow. Why don't you give me the food you grew? <laughs> because we got to share. And then I'll go and read a book about socialism. It's <laughs> 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 a winning strategy. exaggerated Bernie Sanders. Byron Banks says, hey, Tim and Adam. And Adam. Why aren't the Dems agreeing with Trump on, on the voting delay Trump proposed? It's an opportunity to re-roll the primaries and get someone in there that isn't a documented racist. 
Orange man bad. Yeah. Anything yeah. he says, they got to go against. So even if it would advantage them, it's like yep. Like the Babylon B says in the in the joke article, in a genius move, Trump supports impeachment, causing you know forcing Democrats to oppose. <laughs> <laughs> I was just informed by the awesome chat. Uh, a neo is a near Earth object. Ah, oh, so Earth it object. is actually near, very near our Earth here. It is, yeah. and it is so. bouncing. Cool. Yep. Garrett Chance says we need to reboot our government. The game froze. Eject the cartridge and start from the last save point. Hopefully, this time we can do better. <laughs> but that's the argument they're making for Biden. the The argument for Biden is to bring it back to the Obama era when things were nice. So, like you, you liked it during Obama, right? Everything was great. And yeah, but they they don't realize that that era was nice from like the years, like decades, decades of stuff that has been going on. Well, it was coming right after the the, the, the Great Recession. Yeah, you know? and the other yeah, the other issue is, regardless, those days aren't coming back. No, there's a new ideology sweeping through this country, and it's only a matter of time before this whole channel gets banned. Yep, and then we're I'm living in a van down by the river, and it's like, oh, you know. But we're, we're dangerously close. I'm going to start looking at vans, man. Jeez. RVs. Yeah, well, I don't know. It's, it, look, My man. My goodness. For those that are watching, it's no joke. We are dangerously close to the nuke. And it's funny when I hear people say, they're like, oh, calm down, Tim. You follow all the rules. No, no, you don't get it, man. You can't have, you, you, you can have these, these smaller channels. But if, you know, this, this show, Timcast IRL, is up to half a million subscribers in six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we I mean, did. it is a meteoric rise. And I'm really grateful to all of you guys who are watching. We have about 100, I think, 32,000 subscribers in the past month alone. Yeah. People are starting to take notice. Prominent, you know, far leftists are starting to complain. They're starting to screenshot things and complain about it on their shows. And they are going to come after us as to the, you know, to their, to the, uh, to the best of their abilities. Yeah, they, they don't want people having this kind of conversation. As, you know, it's yeah, like, absolutely. we don't always agree. But we're still friends. You know, but even even today, it's like, yeah, sure, it might have gotten a little emotional, but it's like, we're still going to be friends. We're still going to do the show because this is important. You know, it's like people need to know that you can have a conversation, disagree, maybe change your mind. But that's also okay. But the you thing, can be wrong. But we're disagreeing on technically what we the agree on. The same thing. On. I know. You're right. Like, true. That's the, true. The but, level to which people would stand up. Will they be strong enough? Right, what's the, right, right. What's the right way to do it? Yeah, I see what you mean. The core of the conversation is... We must stand up for ourselves. Oh, and I was going to say Trump 2020, but no, no, it's not, it's not that. <laughs> no, you're right. I know what you mean. For a lot of people, you're Trump right. is the, 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 you know, put him in the, put him in the pilot seat and have him steer this plane. Yeah. But for me, it's more about, yes, regard. Yes. Yes. I, I get it. But individually stand up for what you believe in, stand up for your rights and call them out. They don't like it. They function like a collective. They have priests, yep. you know, in a, in a figurative sense. And then you have a bunch of blind masses that just say, yep, whatever you say. And they are coming for our rights. Yep. You literally have the World Economic Forum saying they want to take your blood so that you can travel and go to sporting events. Now, granted, yeah, it's crazy. it is an international policy. and It might not be able to be done in the United States. There was an interesting thing that happened a while ago about there was this forum in Europe about banning hate speech. And the U.S. tech companies resisted to a certain degree. Or I think it was Trump, actually. They, were, they asked if he would agree to this pledge to combat hate speech. And he said, we can't. We have the First Amendment. I'm not allowed to do that. Wow. That's one of the biggest problems for a lot of these big international agreements. Our Constitution. Yes. And they have turned it into Swiss cheese. Mm. The Democrats have. Well, they're trying to. They've been doing it. They're, they're, they're approaching it with a lighter. They're walking slowly and hoping no one notices. But they're getting closer and closer to it. 
And you know what they do? You know what they're really good at? What? Claiming it's Trump who's doing what they're doing. I know, it's true. If for real. It's Trump. No, look, he's the racist. He's the one trying to segregate everybody and blah, 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 blah. It's you. You're, you're doing it, Democrats. You are. God, man. Objection, man. Alternative JK says, YouTuber Tyrone Magnus had a video a few days ago at the very Atlas gym in South Jersey. I think you guys are neighbors. He did a reaction video for uh, Jakari Jackson and is solid. It would be cool if y'all can do a Timcast IRL before you move. We can maybe figure something out. I'll, uh, I'll look into him. Tyrone Magnus. I'll yeah, that I, I live very, very close can I get my, to, uh, my close up? Oh, yeah. to Atlas Gym. Just let you we, know. we drove over there and actually talked to people trying when this, this is going uh, down. The Islay Gold 25 year. Oh, it's good. It's smooth. Nice. Anyway, I just thought I'd include, let you know what I was drinking. Tyrone Magnus. Make Tyrone sure. So I'm, I'm going to get, I'm going to, I'm going to say this again. I'm going to go set up. If you really like this show and you think the conversations we're having are important, rational, reasonable, and people need to hear them, please consider sharing it in some capacity. It's probably the reason why we've been growing so tremendously. I mean, when we first started the show in January, like the end of January, we were getting like 2,000 concurrent viewers, and now we're, we're consistently hitting like forty to 50,000. You guys are all awesome. I really, really appreciate everybody who's, who's watching and listening. And I mean, that gives me hope. I'm sure it gives Adam hope. He's stoked. It's like, wow, look at all these people who are saying, we agree, we want to fight for these, you know, these things. We want to fight for our rights to stand up. So I guess the, the most important thing we can do is, in the, in the conversation we're having, there are a lot of people that don't realize what's happening all around them. Like that man in the guillotine saying, I don't care for politics. There are a lot of people who don't realize. I saw a video from somebody, I'll leave them unnamed for now, arguing about being in the center saying, oh, you know, the right is always telling you you got to believe this, and the left is always saying this. Well, I just don't want to be involved with either. And I'm like, you know, I remember when I felt that way five years ago, and something changed with the, the emergence of the intellectual dark web. It was the acknowledgement that it isn't the right versus the left. It's the left versus everyone else. Hmm. When you have progressives like the Weinstein brothers, when you have psychologists like uh, Jordan Peterson, says, he's a psychologist, right? Yeah. I got that. Yeah. Yeah. You have psychologists like him and you have comedians like Joe Rogan. And then you have all of the other moderate or even liberal personalities who are challenging the same thing as conservatives are. It's not a left or right thing. It's uh, the majority versus the fringe group of people that are taking everything over. If we don't speak up now, then we will forever hold our peace. Oh, yeah. And then after November, when this country is dramatically different and you don't recognize it anymore, and you've got these weird racial public health crises happening in your neighborhood, and they come to your house and say, the lawn ornaments in your lawn are racist, and we want you to take them down. Otherwise, we're going to fine you $50 a day you through, you know, or you have to move or some weird, ridiculous thing starts happening where the police illegally and unconstitutionally take away the firearms of a family that was following Castle Doctrine law in Missouri. We get morality policing. They release rioters. They drop their charges. This has been happening. The riots are getting worse. They're still happening. 60 days. Now is the time to speak up or forever hold your peace. So one thing you can do is outside of anything we're talking about, just smash, talk, smash the like button. Smash that like button. Yeah, that's smash, the, the smash it. That's it's what he was the, about it's to the say. the only way to, to, to save true, the world. That's the only way. You must <laughs> smash the if, like button. If we get 50,000 <laughs> likes, then everything just goes back to normal and oh, yeah. it's Skittles are... That's no, no, no. The reset In all serious, is that it? That's all we need? 50,000 yeah, likes? 50, we can do that. Come We're on, people. There, guys. Let's work together here. Share, share the show. It's one thing you can do if you think we talk about important things. Otherwise, share shows you do like. If there are other personalities you think you do, you, you, that are doing a good job calling this stuff out, then share them as well. Don't even, like, it's not even just about us. It's about freedom in general. 
If you live in the UK, you've got Sargon of Akkad, you've got Count Dankula, for instance. And in the US, obviously, we're lucky to have people like Joe Rogan and other comedians, Dave Chappelle, and then you've got Ricky Gervais. And hopefully not all is lost. It's just an election year. And hopefully once the election simmers down, maybe we'll get we'll we'll we'll, we'll calm down a bit until the next election year. Yeah, maybe it will. So can, I'll tell you what. I've been thinking about this. If 2016 was crazy and afterwards we had riots, it's like a wave, right? We might be going down and we might see a huge spike in violence for this election, but not the end, not some kind of weird end of America. But then the wave drops down again and then the, the wave comes back up even bigger for 2024. So this election year might not be the pivotal moment. We might just be like, wow, everything's getting crazy. There might be an election. Trump or Biden might win. And then 2024 could become the part where we just can't handle the strain This anymore. is a practice run? No, it's 2016 was. Oh, okay. 2016 got bad. 2020 is about to get, has been really, really bad. But imagine this carries on endlessly until the next election cycle. <sighs> imagine how bad 2024 will be. So with that being said, my friends, make sure you smash the like button. Hit that notification bell. Subscribe. We, we'll, we do the show every Monday to Friday at 8 p.m. And now the commentary and culture and news portion of the show is coming to a close. But we're not leaving. Oh, I'm so happy that's over. Adam. Can I go jam now? Is going to play some music I'm for you guys. I'm going to go play some songs. Yeah. Get this mic out of my way. Let me switch Get over. Mic. So for those that are oh, sorry. just hanging out, you want to hang out, we're going to stick around for about uh, 20 or so minutes. Adam's going to play some music. I actually don't think I'm going to play today. You got to no? switch it back, no. bro. You're Sorry. not doing it? Oh. Bobby. Habit. my new guitar I I love this thing so much it is beautiful it's Martin I have a I have a travel Martin guitar but man do, does this thing just it just spoke to me I, I walked in and I, I wanted to get my own guitar a new or because I don't have any of my guitars here and uh, I, I ended up walking away with this beauty beauty right here and uh, she's she's nice so I'm going to play, uh, someone actually requested this song, uh, I, I just sent a tweet out earlier before the show, like what should I play, and someone someone asked me to play the, the song about my wife, and uh, she just got back from Sweden yesterday, and I'm really, really happy to have her back, so I'm going to play this song, because it's about her. Took a walk tonight with my love And all the cats are in the street Like us, they're trying to find a way home Yeah, face life and on their feet Talking about those little things Little things that make you sing and feel alright A natural high like sunshine and rain A fresh coffee to start my day Well, I'm just glad I found my way home 
with you I've been walking it so long Well now I'm walking with you I've been walking it so long Well now I'm walking with you I've been walking it so long Well now I'm walking with you I've been walking it so long Now I'm walking with you Sun sets along the colonnade all good dogs and bad are on their way Like us, they're trying to find their peace of mind Yeah, face life and its insanities Talking about those little things Little things that make you sing and feel alright A natural high inside Oh, sunshine and rain Fresh call me to stop my day Well, I'm just glad I found my way home with you I've been walking it so long When I'm walking with you I've been walking it so long When I'm walking with you I've been walking it so long When I'm walking with you I've been walking it so long When I'm walking with you and I felt it from the start A connection from the start I've been walking it so long Now I'm walking with you I've been walking it so long Oh, you're going to play yes. one. Yeah, All right. Someone said please. Oh, yes. that's nice. That's great. Hopefully the sound levels are all good and all that jazz. Oh, I'm sure they are. Oh, man. That is a beautiful guitar. That sounds great. Thanks, man. I've been working on a couple new songs, but with my work schedule. So I'm just going to try and play a song. It's usually about trying to play and uh, tuning. <clears throat> Should be good. This song is called Lies Don't Become You. Take the 
I've heard that one. That's a cool song.
Sometimes lose control. That was the start of it all. Something's got a hold on me. Well, you used to draw me pictures in the dark and erase them with a smiling face. Too bad all those dreams seem. So that was uh, that was called green tea. Oh man, I don't think I've ever I've played this song for anybody in like ten years. We're slowly marching to our suicide Instead of living, tell me what to do Instead of dreaming, let me die for you If I could see the darkness Drow the eyes of the tainted minds I'd be alright We're marching, we're marching to the beat of genocide We're killing at the whims of tides of our nation So we can be the biggest baddie across the sea Break free from controlled reality And find your way from this To get away from this But I cannot find a better way From all the better things you give to me Oh no, not I Could not find a better way From all the better things That you give 
enterprise The institutions made to control your lives Were inside breeding, concocting all the lies That we use to control your minds Break free from controlled reality To find your way from this To fight your way from this But I cannot find a better way From all the better things That you give to me Oh no, not I Cannot find a better way From all the better things That you give to me Than you will ever know. I've heard you play that. I was singing along. You said yeah. ten years, but I, I remember you played that uh, when I when I was crashing on your couch in oh, Brooklyn, yeah. and we were we were actually jamming a lot at that point. Woo. And uh, hot. Oh no, my pick is gone. Oh no, the picks. Oh, I see one on the ground. Nice! Score! Found a pick!
Justice is dead. What time do we got? It's 10:27. I'll play one more. Play. You gotta play one of the one of the classic singles, man. Well, I, I well I was gonna say Melancholy Hellhound. Someone a I played that last week though. So then what's 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 the other one? Taking it back. Yes. All right. I have the. I just want to double check something. Ah. Whatever. I don't need that. Okay. If I was a younger man I'd probably make the same mistake twice The closer the heart is The harder it becomes to do what's right
Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Woo! I love that guitar. My goodness. Come back over. Good fun. I guess that just about concludes the jam was, night. Uh, that was pretty fun. Yeah, man. I love it. Hey, everybody. Yeah. Thanks for uh, staying around. Wow, we still got a lot of people here. Wow. Everybody chilling. We Thank chilling. you. That's It's almost, so cool. Almost 30,000 likes. Almost. That's amazing. But, uh, almost 30,000. Not didn't, enough. Didn't quite cut it. Not enough for me to change beanies. Nope, nope, nope. But thanks for everyone for hanging out and listening to us play. Yeah, uh, absolutely. As per man. Friday night tradition. Good old Friday night. Yep. It's going to be a massive, monstrous heat wave for the next week, which is a awful, horrifying nightmare. Mm. Here's hoping that the uh, hurricane doesn't mess up um, the Everybody. astronauts. No, the astronauts coming back. The, oh, word. the dragon, the in, uh, endeavor is supposed to come back this weekend. Uh, I, I hope that uh, the weather is permitting for them to return home and it doesn't get pushed back. But um, who knows? They're looking at the weather. But here's to here's the good weather for them. Right on, man. Yeah. Well, to everybody who stuck around, you are the the diehardest of diehard fans. So I don't. I think you already know to smash the like button, subscribe, notification bell, and all that good stuff. And we'll be back to uh, Monday. I almost 20, said tomorrow. Twenty nine k. They were so close. Twenty nine k. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll probably hit thirty, but we're about to leave, so yep. it's unfortunate. <laughs> we're gonna go uh, chill out, go to bed. I'm gonna be up first thing in the morning and do my show as per usual. So you guys will see me in the in the usual over at Timcast. And then this show will be back Monday at 8 p.m. live, as per usual. And we are getting very, very close to setting up the new facility. So probably, oh, yeah. I'd imagine a month from now, we'll be in full swing with the new, with yeah, the yeah. new probably, facility. Probably one month from now, we'll be fully in the new spot. And facility is the appropriate word because it's actually, it's going to be like a real business and everything. Like yeah. real office space. And Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah, we're going to be great. have more people. It's going to be really good. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. We'll see you on Monday. Take care. Have a good night, everybody.